Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Hi. 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 I want me some glory hope. Dude. You ain't Moss. I'm the boss. Pocahontas. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, all right. Uh, um, uh, uh. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, we are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the program on Facebook Live and YouTube. Let's have a fun Friday show today with a beautiful day outside the Pirate Radio Studios. We got some awesome football coming up this weekend, some Pirate Hoops, ECU Baseball on the horizon. So we have a lot to discuss on this friday show and we'll talk about it with you on facebook live and on youtube make sure you are subscribed make sure you like the program and uh and that would help us out shirley rhodes is here on a friday the man of chan chandler honeycutt once again putting in the work on a friday as did shirley rhodes we've got uh, some studio updates to talk about in a moment that bryce williams will be happy about uh it is sorry i had the microphone on was that you, Chandler? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. We're going to have a good Friday show. We're going to have a robust discussion. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know the mic was on. That's fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've got free beer Friday. And coming up today in hour number three, you'll have your chance to win a 12-pack of Bud Light Apple and the 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer Cocktail Hour. So uh, both of those available for you, along with some other goodies coming up on today's show. Beautiful lineup Chandler has on the video feed. Uh, We've got, as you can see, uh, from ECU Club Baseball, Shea Ward and Ty Colmore. If Colmore sounds familiar, that is because he is indeed the brother of Cam Colmore. So we'll talk a little ECU Club Baseball coming up later on this hour. A lot to discuss with Tony Dunn from the C3 Podcast as Frank Reich has been named the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. We'll get Tony's take on that. Brian North will join us later on in the program as will Morgan Ehlers. So a lot to discuss on today's show. Uh, Let's see what uh, the folks are saying in our chat rooms. You can check us out, YouTube and Facebook Live, also Twitter as well. Um, Steve Hill says, hey, Siri, play down with the sickness by the uh, – oh, Steve, you got a a, uh, flub. Sorry, Dan Marino, but – There is – there's no flub. Dan, there is a flub. There's no flub. There's a flub. Down with the sickness by disturbed. Thank you. Not system of a down, but I'll just I'll edit Steve's post and I'll read it as is. Hey Siri, play down with the sickness by disturbed. Now playing the reflex by Duran Duran on Apple Music. That is a reference from yesterday's show. Steve went a long way to get there. He also said burgly. A burgly. A burgly. Clipper. A burgly. Hold a shaker's hand. I want to shake his hand. Swinging dingers. Swinging dingers. Two little butt cheeks. It's two little butt I, cheeks. 
right. Oops. All right. Okay. Uh, there is the request line is open for request and Shirley Rhodes hard at work and Shirley has been hard at work in studio. If we need something done, if uh, if Chandler needs a button sewn, if I need checkle uh, assistance, uh, checking my oil. Assistance is called. She's like the. Um, Shirley checked your oil. You stood and stared at me. I mean that's not really true. Yeah, you did. No, she's like the Kyle Allen of Pirate Radio. Was it Kyle Allen that used to like fix everybody's like cars for the Washington Commanders or Washington football team? Yeah, that was a joke, right? <laughs> that was that a, makes it even better. That was a bit we used to do. <laughs> I thought he actually did something for somebody. I thought that's why no, we joked about it. It was a joke. Why do we joke about that? Because Ron Rivera kept Kyle Allen around in Carolina and in Washington, and we were trying to figure out why. <laughs> so we made up an entire <laughs> fake scenario. Man, we got to stop doing bits. I think they're real life. I think they're actually true. That's the best part is your random memory pulled that up. So you actually thought... I thought he like I thought he like I, I thought he like fixed somebody's wheel at, at, after practice one day, and that's why we joked about it. No, we were making up a scenario. Wow, I am a idiot. Well, sometimes. there was no flub though. I didn't flub that. No flub. Send no, it there, in. there was no flub. Send it in. Send it in, Jerome. Boom, uh, boom, boom. Now, what were we talking about? Anything? Oh, oh surely. Oh. So, Bryce Williams, old uh, fancy boy Bryce, came in here, had a cramp. Uh, a couple weeks a fake cramp by the way which again chandler fell for that too i, I fell for looking, it we i both fell for did. it too i was, up I looking was for water that it was a bit i didn't know that that's what i knew going. we had no water but i still got up in a panic like all right i gotta find this guy some water i thought you were gonna get him some out of the sink i thought you were gonna shoot out the back door and run over to ube <laughs> instead you just like stayed out in the hallway so. i like stood in the hallway and was like this i was like <laughs> come to find out he was faking it so bryce had a cramp a because he didn't have water and b he couldn't tell what time it was because sometimes when you don't know what time it is you'll cramp up like he was being a total diva (laughs) out of panic well water situation fixed check and now next we've got big big news clock situation fixed clock management fixed. (laughs) that's right we should have zero more issues with clock management uh and shirley rhodes had a freaking drill in here putting it in the wall got it set up beautifully right below the camera i'm staring at it right now right in the face it's already uh two minutes off my phone <laughs> your phone mate oh look i wow. it's two minutes off my phone and my computer oh my uh, god this thing sucks Sh- Sh- Shirley, no, I there. had that clock right, but then you took the you took the remote from me and started t- tinkering what with it. What kind of BS clock is this? I'll fix the clock. It's fine. We have a beautiful clock. It's All right. Our, actually, no. Once I, again, actually, bad clock management. It's not a bad thing that it's off two minutes. Is it ahead two minutes? It's behind two minutes. Okay, no, that's that's bad. It's I got to fix that. If it was bad. ahead two minutes, I'd be like, that's fine, because then you'll end the show on time. It's 3.07 on my phone and computer. It's 3.05 on the wall. Major, major issues. Okay, I'll fix it. Now we have even a bigger issue, and that's Troy trying to fix something. Oh, this could end up uh, worse than before. He's like Tim 
Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> Always like getting himself in trouble when he I tries don't think to do so, something. Tim. But Shirley, great job on the installation. Well, thank D- you. Do you have a like Yelp review I can leave? uh no okay well i'm giving you five stars well hold on hold on well i guess you could say what a slight yelp review chandler did the button on those pants that i sewed back on your pants was that what the heck are you doing this is troy fixing the clock god see this is why you don't touch troy it's fine we can figure this out troy get out of here you dad get out pack on please go ahead ha- enjoy your friday dad get dad get out of our room we're that, fine that button i sewed onto your pants is still on there isn't yes it? okay just yes. making sure all right so so nothing has fallen apart or broken since who knew I fixed it had it. church chimes wait old blue <laughs> it's got church bells oh old blue is, is this thing hymns oh yeah yeah okay got, good got you, you got there. oil yeah, in it because there was none in that sucker when i checked it yeah it was I remember uh, the day that oh i hate that i'm bringing this up <laughs> you remember jesse Remember me pulling yes. up with Jesse and oh, Jesse? We were trying was to figure out the name the other day. Yeah, I walked out. I was out back getting something out of my car, and Chandler pulled. Or Chandler had called me on my cell phone. He said, "Hey, there's something wrong with my car." He pulls into the UBE lot, and there is just smoke. I didn't even billowing out of the front of his car. I didn't even tell you. I just rolled. It was a Monday. We yep. were getting ready for our staff meeting. Yep. You were here at ten o'clock to record, Jeff. You had walked out, and that's exactly when I was pulling up. Yep. And there was smoke. I mean, you would have thought the East Carolina Pirates were going to run out of the tunnel and Purple bam, Haze was going to play. Bam, there was bam. that much smoke coming from my hood. Mm-hmm. You look, it looked like. I said, pop your hood. You were like, uh, yeah, you got a problem. And I was like, uh, yes. And sure enough, there comes Shirley to the rescue. I, I, took, I took one look at it. I said, okay. I said, you've got either a radiator leak or your hose to your radiator has leaked. And uh, it and turns she, out. She was like a mechanic. She was like, you see that bubbling right there? And I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, that's your radiator. That's not good. And I was like, well, thank you, Shirley. (laughs) Shirley Rhodes doing it all, and we appreciate it here. All right. I do what I can. Uh, Brad on Facebook says, better song. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. Or Dominate the Foe by Ked Woodley. Now, do you know what that is, Chandler? If I heard it. Ked Woodley, and I pulled it up on YouTube. He's the Panthers guy. Oh, God. He used to make songs. Oh, rah, rah, rah. Our offense and defense, so intense. Your team will be the losers if you got a lick of sense. You dig the NFL, my lyrics and my rhymes. You eat up what I'm saying, spit and fly, hip-hop lines. Lightning fast, big black cats, Panthers kicking ass. Yeah. Yo, with a TD. Oh, wait, you, got, you got to wait till his like roar. No, because it's you can painful. fast forward. Pounding, paid lots of dough. Soon to be our victory at the Super Bowl. Let's go, let's go. So that was physically What's painful his name? to listen to. Kid Woodley. Kid, kid. Oh my gosh! Now that is Panther fandom right there. So, what's your answer? What's the better song? I definitely would go with "Boom Boom Boom." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we found a song that "Boom Boom Boom" is better than. Hey, uh, just got word. I'm getting word right now from Troy Dreyfus. Yeah, that, that guy is from the Pitt County area and used to work at Parker's. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's pretty cool. You probably ate some. I need of to get up with Billy so I can find this guy and you, make a remix. You've eaten the, uh, some of his barbecue. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Eric says, boom, 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 the better song all day. So I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday. Minji's Coliseum, where you will hear boom, 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 played a lot. There's going to be so many people that are at that game that listen to this show. When it comes on, they're going to go, that's the song. It's going to be like Leo, uh, Leo DiCaprio uh, in the chair going, there, there it is. That's it. And when they play it and the guy says, let me hear you say Wayo, I want you to say. You are terrible. You are terrible. All in unison. <laughs> Let's practice. All right, Charlie, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me hear you say Wayo. You, you are, are terrible. terrible. So remember that. For, go uh, to hell. <laughs> Shall we say that? And quit, play, and quit playing that song. <laughs> quit playing that song. <laughs> Oh, Pirates, Wichita State coming up Sunday, Chandler. You going to be there? I will be there. With swimwear? Yes. All right. I will have my blue collar on. Always. Always. You should have like a detachable blue collar you can put on any shirt you're wearing just to signify that you're a blue collar guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like black pirate radio shirt, white golf shirt, whatever you're wearing. Pop a blue collar on. Hold on. Before I leave the house gotta put this collar on yeah i mean yeah some ministers they have that little white collar thing it it actually is like an insert yeah that's what you need i'm thinking about getting a blue like a blue collar that i can put on any collar that i have even if i have like a t-shirt on pop pop the blue collar on you're thinking about doing that i literally just said it like 10 seconds ago (laughs) i know that but i'm actually thinking about doing that okay well (laughs) all right i just said it and you're like yeah (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you said it. Now I'm thinking about doing it. What's the problem here? I don't know. I mean, da- damn. Just the way you said it. And I, now I'm thinking about doing it because it's a great idea. I mean, hop I off, dude. But you have- I was going to say, I mean, good God. You had already agreed with me. I mean, you like- got so mad. I just said that. Too. I know you said it 10 seconds ago. I heard you say it. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about, well, dang, you know what? I need to do that. I'm thinking about doing it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Did you hear Kyle Allen? I mean, I, I had something great. I was going to say I got the David Price. Con- I can take my David Price construction hard hat and wear it. Yeah. And now I'm I'm teed that's a, off. That's a great idea. You should do that. I'm thinking about doing it. Did you hear about Kyle Allen used to change the oil of Ron Rivera's truck? <laughs> oh man, what is Troy doing? <laughs> Troy's been staring at me for like five minutes. Get a blue, get a blue dicky. Oh my god. He, he Troy, said I should get a dick. Troy, either take over for me or go home. Those are your two options. I'll leave. I wish we could show the camera. I wish we could show the camera. I'll, be, I'll just go home. Troy has been sitting here. I, I've. Has he not? He has been sitting here over my shoulder for about five minutes. He has. He has. I'll leave and you do the show. I'm just listening. I what are we doing? <laughs> Dude, I literally, uh, I, I, got, I actually got to where I kind of just tuned him out. But, like, I, every time I would kind of look in the corner of my eye, he's just, like, staring. He's standing here staring That's at me. It's creepy. And he's, like, he's ready to go. He's, like, he's got, he's, he said he's managing. <laughs> he's supervising. You're doing a great job of it, by the way. But he's got his backpack. Like, he's ready to walk out the door right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> wow. Man. All right. He said he's got work to do. He's got to go. Okay, enough. Man. Coming up this weekend, AFC-NFC Championship. 
we'll have the games right here that we will what team scores the most points this weekend chandler honeycutt 49ers Ooh, that is probably the league like the least likely of the four and i love that you said that why did you say that just the weapons that they have i really think that this defense is going to give them plenty of opportunities to get the ball back and opportunities, and opportunities and 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 score the foot and, and score touchdowns so I, heck i could see a defensive touchdown come up on uh, on sunday for the 49ers 49ers score the most points what quarterback throws the most interceptions mm, i'm going to go mm. i hate to say it cuz i got this team winning but my first thought was patrick mahomes you think so i well I some of the jalen hurts I what love you that you're all in on the Niners. I love that. Look, I mean, I, I watched them down the stretch of the regular season. I've been watching them here in, in the playoffs. You've been listening to me all I've been, year. I've been thinking about it. I, I, I thought about it. I said, hey, I like this team. When did you think that? <laughs> late, in the, late in the regular season. Uh-huh. They're just dominant. They are. They're dominant. They got so many weapons offensively and defensively. And I think the Eagles are in for a rude awakening. Great season by the Eagles. But I think it's going to get spoiled on Sunday. Eric says something tells me the 49ers-Eagles game is not going to be pretty. little word play there. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Brock, pretty good. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of people running to the window to take the Niners on Sunday. I think the Eagles are going to be the uh, team that is picked and bet. And I'm okay with that um i'm fine on the Niners side it is a great defensive uh game and that's one issue i had like purdy didn't do much against the cowboys did enough i guess they only scored one touchdown though like our buddy randolph at aj's the other night was yeah, he was mad he said when your defense only gives up one touchdown you're supposed to win there's no sense of losing yeah you're supposed to win you're that supposed game. to win that game in the nfl now they gave up some drives they also gave up great field position because of turnovers, which led to a lot of Robbie Gould field goals. But um, I don't know. Will one touchdown be enough uh, to win it on Sunday? I said the, you say the Niners score the most points. How many points is that? In the 30s. Holy moly. So you are accounting for a defensive touchdown in mm-hmm. this some way or the other. Mm-hmm. Or maybe special teams. Are you trying? Are you setting me up? Could be. What if I said I was? <laughs> then I'd believe you. I feel like who, who, who's your team that's going to score the most points? Now I feel like you're doing a bit. I really, I'm. This is my honest opinion. Okay. Um, this is my honest prediction. The I would say the second team would be the Bengals. The problem is I'm picking the Chiefs in that game. Yeah. So I will say the Chiefs score the most points with 27. 27, 24, Kansas City. And then like a 20, 20 to 14 Niners. Yeah. I think that's going to be lower scoring. Okay. I mean, and, and that's fine. Look, I I predict this because I think it's going to happen, but I also want it to happen. I love seeing fireworks, especially in, in, in playoff games like this. So, And I think I, – I mean, I really think that the 49ers and Eagles could – I mean, both of those defenses are great – but I also think it could be a shootout. We had unders for the most part last weekend. We had overs wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. 
so what will we see on sunday tbd uh some football news and it was shared on the instagram of keaton mitchell did you ever find this Shirley? i saw somebody actually post a picture i um, saw I steven i go tweet this out um i never found it on his instagram however ecu football did put something out yeah and uh, that is up on our social media page good all right so keaton mitchell and cj johnson cj johnson announced johnson. A few, johnson. he announced a few weeks ago on his instagram that he Correct. was going to combine keaton mitchell cj johnson will be at the nfl combine so Man, another speedster from east carolina at running back going to the combine Oh, man, I, I just hope he can light it up on that 40 like Chris oh, Johnson I know. did. I know. And you can get drafted. You can get noticed, obviously, without going to the combine. But this is just another big foot in the door. It's one thing to be, you know, at these tournament, at these uh, all-star games and at pro day. You're going to have eyeballs on you. That's awesome stuff. You've also got all the film you've put out there for the past few football seasons. But to be at the combine, that is first of all it's live on nfl network it's the most attended event when it comes to scouts coaches all that stuff GMs. it's going to be all over social media the highlights of the running the lifting the catches the throws quarterbacks make so a uh, huge opportunity for cj johnson and keith mitchell that's awesome stuff yeah i can't wait to see uh, i remember um shane carden was in the combine i want to say bryce williams was in the combine uh, so tuning in, especially when you know there's pirates out there uh, showing off their skills. And if people don't know, people need to know now uh, and get your clocks out whenever he toes the line for the 40 because it's going to be uh, something to watch. And uh, I, is the pro day for East Carolina before or after? I mean, I know they haven't announced when the pro day. But, like, well, if, he, if he runs good in the pro day at East Carolina, then – I mean, I think that's going to have more people getting their 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 clocks out um, for him to run the forty at the combine. So. Um, I do know that I know. Uh, the combine is running from February twenty eighth to March sixth. So, it, so that's pro day would be after that. Yeah. So asked and answered. Yeah. All right. Good enough. And Pirate Hoops coming up on Sunday. East Carolina taking on Wichita State. We'll have you uh, covered there as far as social media goes. Looking forward to being back inside Minji's Coliseum. And I'll just say this. What if he, like, nails it at the combine? Nailed it. Does he even have to do anything at EC Pro Day? Uh, You don't have to. We've seen guys, if they have a score they like, sit out the event for the remainder of the time before the draft. You know, so if he feels like he did enough and – it's a fast track out there at indianapolis and might not be the same at ecu if it's a poor conditions day then sure why run it again you've shown what you can do mm-hmm. it's all kind of silly anyway we see how fast he is on the field <laughs> yeah we've watched him play football what's the point with, of with just, pads on what's the point of doing it to start with if we're being honest yeah with pads on and now you want to see him do it without pads on yeah him to put pads back on and do it again i want your him I, I just i need to see him in tight clothes doing it okay i mean is there a creepy element to all this kind of oh yeah we see the guys in like in football uniforms running on the field playing football i need to see him with less clothes on you take your shirt off yeah <laughs> you'll, you'll run faster keaton i promise <laughs> 
I'm uh, gonna, uh, uh, you ran a four three there. Uh, I'd say take those pants off. I think you've got. I think you can get into the four. I'm gonna have this camera going over here if that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So don't yeah. mind this tripod. It's it's really <laughs> weird when you think about it. And a bunch of grown men watching other grown men run. Yeah. In tights. I know. I get that. That's part of their upcoming job, but isn't the resume kind of the all the freaking tape you can watch of Keaton Mitchell the last three years enough? I guess not. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll talk to Shay Ward and Ty Colmore. They're part of ECU Club Baseball. They came by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today. You'll hear that conversation. And we'll have more for you. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent or a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We have time during today's program. Still got interviews from Austin Knight, ECU pitching coach, and Jeff Palumbo, assistant coach, uh, that we will get to from earlier this week. So talk some Pirate baseball as they hit the practice field for the first time today and are a few weeks away from getting their season underway so yeah you've got uh how about this after today just two more fridays without ecu baseball so there's something to look forward to uh also how about some club baseball east carolina uh, basically a dynasty when it comes to club baseball this year they are ranked sixth in the preseason poll the ncba d1 preseason poll presented by rawlings sports and uh, earlier today, a couple of members of that team came in. Shea Ward, who we've had on uh, before when he was a member of the Pitt Community College Bulldogs baseball team, and also Ty Colmore, brother of Cam Colmore, uh, join me here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Let's hear that right now. Back inside the Pirate Radio Studios here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live, joining us from ECU Club Baseball, Shea Ward and Ty Colmore. Shay, Ty, good to see you guys. How you doing today? Doing good. How are you? Good. Doing good. How's it going? Good. And uh, Shay, you've uh, been here before, and we've had another Colmore in here before, famous last name around these parts, uh, Ty, the brother of Cam, correct? So, yes, sir. Ty, before we get to know you and uh, and talk some ECU Club Baseball, uh, what's uh, Cam up to these days? Uh him, him and Matt are uh, Matt Bridges are working for Grover Gaming uh, down in Georgia, and uh, he's, he's enjoying it. Nice, good deal. And I uh, had those guys on shortly uh, after their playing days were over. They said that was kind of their next goal, so it looks like they're achieving that yes, goal sir. Yes, sir. so far. Good stuff. And uh, Shay, we've talked to you when you were over at Pitt Community College playing baseball, now at East Carolina playing for the club team. So. Uh, how excited are you to get rolling uh, with the Pirates? Very excited. It's a little bit different environment, a little more laid back, more fun. 
just trying to go out there and win a uh, World Series this year. Yeah, it is a because we've I've talked for years uh, to the club baseball guys, whether it be uh, my buddy Joe Karachi from back in the day who won championships here and uh, and and on through the years, but it's a good mix of like laid back and serious, right? Because right. I mean, you guys are out there, like you said, to win championships but at the same time maybe not at the uh the seriousness level as others so i don't know how do you explain that shay your first year being a part of it i would say it's kind of more like a little league environment where you're having fun with your guys not you know running up and down the field like not doing a lot of drills just get in there do your work but at the same time it's a serious aspect where we all have one main goal and that's to win the world series so we're gonna have the work ethic of that and Ty, fun doing it. Yeah, and Ty, for you, is that just a way to go to school but also continue doing what you love, which is play baseball? Yes, sir, exactly. That, that's the plan. Uh, it's it's not as much work, but the guys who do put in the work are the ones who uh, normally see the results and play, and uh, it's it's a good time. So you went to uh, South Central, I'm assuming? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. and uh, how about your, your career there, and uh, did you – have a a goal to kind of go somewhere and play baseball why'd you decide to come here and and play club Um, baseball well i did um covid was my senior year of high school so our baseball season got cut short yeah um i I wasn't i wasn't really looking forward to go play baseball anymore i didn't have any division one offers and uh, i decided to go to ecu i wanted to go to a four-year university and uh i actually didn't even know about club baseball and uh I was at Next Level, and Ben Fox, which is our coach, mm-hmm. uh, he gives lessons out there, and uh, started talking to him one day, and he asked me if I could would come out and try out, and I did, and I love it ever since. I've had Ben on the show. He he was the coach, got out of it, and is back. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, good to hear Ben is, uh, is back coaching. How about you? For you, Shay, you mentioned COVID. Uh, that kind of put a wrinkle in everything, but including baseball. So you've been uh, playing at, at this uh, college level a while now, right? Yeah, I have. This will be my fourth year, technically, getting the COVID year back at Pitt. And then same thing with Todd. Had a few interests and stuff out of Pitt, but nothing real serious. So I was like... I only got two more years of school. Might as well go to a four-year, and baseball is keeping me in school because other than that, I'd you know not want to be in school. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, don't don't uh, start being an adult until you have to. Exactly, it's kind of overrated. So yeah, <laughs> just stay as long as you can. Shay, you've been uh, adding wrinkles to your game, right? I mean, you were position player hitter, but uh, you've been doing some pitching of late. Will you be doing that with the club team? I will. Mainly a closer in this aspect, where at Pitt I was more of a starter. But yeah, I'll come in one to two innings run. Throw it as hard as I can. <laughs> How about you, Ty? What do you play? Uh, I'm a starter. Starting pitcher. Okay. Yes, sir. Alright. Uh, I should have guessed that, I guess. <laughs> Alright, so looking at the NCBA D1 preseason poll, uh, you guys coming in at sixth, which uh, hey, that's kind of low for you guys. I expect more. Yeah, It'll be more. <laughs> but that's like the expectation level, right? For right. for this uh, this team, this program over the years. Exactly. Um, so when uh, when do y'all get going with the season? Uh, our first game is February fourth and fifth against Brunswick Community College. Uh, that normally doesn't count as much to our record, but that's a good competitive first series to start off the yeah. year. So just over uh, a week away from getting things rolling. As far as where are you guys uh, practicing? At the prep field yeah. at Guy Smith for yeah. right now until Guy Smith's ready to roll. Guy Smith will be ready to roll March 1st. Is that where you would play your games? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. And that's uh, you guys have to have a lot of relationships with you know the, the school itself, but also Guy Smith and others because not uh funded fully by the, correct, the school right correct, so correct. what do you do a lot of uh, fundraising things like that we do for me personally 
this year, me and my dad decided the Carolina-Duke basketball game, we were selling $10 squares, and then we're going to see the outcome of that. We're going to raise 500 and give away $500 to the winners. And then we also have discount cards right now. Buy one, get one until January 31st for $20. So $20 to get you two cards. They got great places up there like Nash Chicken, Tiebreakers, Smash Waffles with great deals. You use that card about five times, you get your yeah, yep. get your yeah. money's worth. Got to be creative. Yeah. That's good All stuff. All those places are a base downtown Greenville too, so they're yeah. all around each other. So it's that was our goal. Good stuff, and you can see that uh, on uh, Twitter. I see, and probably all of the uh, social media sites uh, where you can buy those cards. You can uh, follow on Twitter at ECU Club Baseball. All right. So, um, how how often are you guys like practicing and you know on the field? Uh, we practice Tuesdays and Thursdays from um, six to eight, and then right now we're scrimmaging on Sundays or Saturdays whenever the rain isn't a factor. Um, but during the season it's just tuesdays and thursdays six to eight and then uh games on the weekends of course how big is the uh roster for you guys this year 33 oh wow okay so uh, a good number and i know like ben and joe in the past have talked about the interest level of club baseball it's i mean it's pretty exclusive guys are are, you know trying to get here to play club baseball so to be on the roster uh is certainly a big deal uh, what are your uh, goals after after baseball or after ECU club baseball? Shay, what, what about for you? I'd go with right now I'm working in the restoration business. So for right now, I'd probably say that. I really enjoy it. It's a lot of hard work, but, you know, pays well for people that don't want to do it. You know, you got to have somebody do it. So <laughs> right now that's looking like the idea for me. Yeah. How about you, Ty? Uh, I'm a business major and I plan to stay and get my MBA. Um as far as after that, um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes. I guess. All right, good deal. Um, Shay, uh, tell your dad congratulations on another Mets off-season championship. Man, you guys, of course, you got another off-season ring. Got the money to do it, baby. Yeah, that's great. And uh, congrats on another second-place uh, finish in the NL East. Yeah, it'll be first soon. So I'm not worried about that part. <laughs> keep saying that, Shay. Keep saying that. Uh, who's your team, Ty? And the majors, the Yankees. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, All right. Yep. Well, we got a couple of new york southern boys here come on man what's up with that uh who you got in the super bowl this weekend guys or in the uh championship games i mean i gotta go with joe burrow so he's going four no against patrick mahomes and then we're gonna go probably 49ers brock purdy rookie of the year i guess (laughs) all right go niners i like that and burrow man he's the he's the best thing going right now super cool he's he's going all the way i mean do you get i mean are you that comfortable in the batter's box as he is in the pocket oh no i need to talk to him about that <laughs> yeah I mean, to just seems like no nerves at all right how about the level of competition and shay i guess you haven't fully seen it yet but you've uh you faced high quality junior college pitching obviously some uh played some battles in high school as well but uh the level of competition uh that you'll be facing uh, i'm assuming uh, it's going to be pretty good right yeah well for pitt it was obviously junior college kids coming here our second weekend we played number nine ranked virginia tech at home and they have a division one arm who played at virginia tech who didn't get the playing time he wanted so he decided to play club ball so it's not like a little you know it's not going to be easy but um club ball pitching is probably a little bit easier than juco but i'd say there's still some guys out there that can throw it and Ty, for you, uh, you'll be on the opposite end of that what kind of bats do you expect to be facing out there uh th- there's always good bats um there's a lot of pieces from JUCOs, uh, D1, like Division One programs, that, like Shay was just saying, didn't get as much playing time. 
Um, there's always good bats, especially later in the season, regionals and um, in the World Series. It, it really picks up at, during that time. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, that's the goal for you guys. And uh, so what uh, what are the expectations for you guys this year for this team? World Series. Yep. yep. It's got to be. It. World Series or Simple bust. That. Yep. Exactly. All right, good deal. Uh, and once again, if people want to get involved, help out with uh, finances or attend games, you guys have like a website or a – a yes. place we can go to yes sir uh we actually have a instagram a facebook and a uh, twitter all right uh we do have an instagram it's actually in the making it's, it has not released yet but it will be uh i want to say in the next week or so but uh i'd say our social medias are the best way to uh find us all right follow that uh, get updates on schedules where you can see the guys and also help out uh, as far as fundraising goes good stuff all right shay ward ty colmore thanks for hanging out fellas yes Thank sir you. you have a good one all right, there's the guys from ECU Club Baseball as they are beginning their season soon. And, of course, uh, Cliff Godwin's Pirates taking the practice field for the first time today as just two more Fridays after today with no Pirate Baseball season uh, quickly approaching. And we'll talk more and more baseball here on Pirate Radio Live as that draws closer. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go in hour number one of Pirate Radio Live. <laughs> I'll check the, um, I'll check, oh, wow, okay, a lot going on in the chat, we'll uh, talk about that when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients with influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine. Rather, The Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 530 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer Friday, making you a winner of some Bud Light Seltzer cocktail hour, some Bud Light Seltzer apple slices coming up later on in the show. Uh, earlier today, we announced to you that we have a studio clock. It is big and bold. Love it. Looks great. Uh, we also told you that Keaton Mitchell, CJ Johnson going to the NFL Combine. And we have great, funny listeners and viewers and josh thomas combined those two things we discussed earlier and said just make sure troy dreyfus isn't running the clock at the combine what do you think about that charlie you are terrible oh sorry it's <laughs> not what i was expecting yeah there you go sorry it's pretty good josh that, that was surely actually that was me saying that but surely hit the clip all right uh donald juan don juan said well before i do before i before you read the comment me and donald juan are good buddies uh he sat beside me at the uh navy game so i know he wouldn't say anything bad about me huh okay he said pirates on tv this weekend 
NFLPA All-Star Game ignored by Pirate Radio. Hashtag Chandler sucks. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Did you, what did you say? He said what? Hashtag Chandler Chandler sucks. Huh. Are y'all that good of buddies where he doesn't know how to spell your name? And says that I suck in hashtag form? Yeah. What the heck did I do, Donald Juan? That's tough, man. That's tough. NFLPA All-Star Game is on a trio of Pirates coming up on Saturday on NFL Network. Holt Nailers, Noah Henderson, and CJ Johnson. Johnson. So, uh, yeah, that'll be uh, coming up on a Saturday, a day ahead of the AFC-NFC Championship Games, which you can hear right here on Pirate Radio. I think Don Juan is being tongue-in-cheek there. But it, it, it does kind of – there are real comments like this. Like if we don't mention something for an hour or at the exact time a person is tuned in, we're like, mm-hmm. are y'all going to talk about this? It's going on this weekend. Why are you ignoring this? Yeah. And we have like eight social media pages, a three-hour daily show, Jeff Charles Sports Breaks, like – Brian Bailey show every Monday. It's out there. We're talking about it somewhere. If it's going on, um. So thank you, Donald Juan, for that. Ah, uh, he says uh, update. Love you, Chandler. Love you too, buddy. There you go. That's how it's done, folks. Uh, John says clip. I'm still mad at you for the boom boom song. Well, John, is this John Moody? No, this is John Monroe. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say. Uh, why is John Moody saying that? Because he says it back. John, I have uh, only two things to say to you. I think Tommy Tuberville said go it best. Yeah. Get a job. There you go. That's all I have to say. First of all, if you went to hell, you would never hear it again. Secondly, if you had a job, you'd be too busy to hear it and think about it. The moron of the month. Wow. Now, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, no, I, I must admit that my intentions for playing Boom 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 over and over again was so you could be living in the same hellish nightmare that I live in. Boom, 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 let me say well. Where every thought I have of the day, if that thought is what's for dinner, if that thought is, oh, I got to pay this bill, while those thoughts are going on in the background, all I hear is boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. Let me hear you say way up. And once again, uh, we'll be in Minji's Coliseum Sunday, noon, East Carolina, Wichita State. And just think about those 8,000 screaming pirate fans in Minji's Coliseum all saying way up. It's going to be insane, Chandler. It's going to be. We've a- got to get it to where at least everybody, or at least 80% of the people that are there, to say it back. So now we want them to say it back? I feel like I've done. Oh, I- if they're going to play it, they might as well. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. Go to hell. <laughs> That's what you should say. That's the chance. Let me hear you say well. Go, Go to hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, now we're going to have the reverse effect. What if it does take off now, though? We can take some credit for that. I was about to say, then we definitely need to take credit. If you start hearing wayos after it now, we're going to take credit for that and... It's going to be Frankenstein's monster. We created this monster. By the way, that is something that... Uh, that uh, we do around here. Well, that, but also a misnomer that the uh, the monster is not named Frankenstein, right? It's Dr. Frankenstein. To you. 
<laughs> well, excuse me. It's Dr. Frankenstein no, to you. The person who created said monster is Frankenstein. Is Frankenstein. What's the monster's name? I thought it was Frankenstein. Exactly. That, Larry. Wait a minute now. We've got us a predicament. What is Frankenstein's monster's name? Google. Frankenstein recurs, refers to his creation as creature, fiend, the demon, wretch, devil, thing, being, ogre. So it doesn't have a name. But we refer to the monster as Frankenstein. What are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That was you are so. I, I wanted to know what was he was going to say. So what? Shirley, I told you to quit watching shows during the during our show. Oh, that was Shirley. That was me. Uh, I thought that was. Uh, I, I was uh, no. I got a notification that someone had sent me something on Snapchat. When well, now you got to read it. it up. Now you got to read it. Share with the class. Yep. What is it? Share your notes. Oh, it was yep. a. It was just. You know how kids these days do kids streaks? Days. Streaks? Oh, yeah. yes. Like Where, take their clothes off No, and run? no. They take a daily picture and they put the the letter S in it. And it's, it's some sort of weird thing where they have, they want to see how long they can go by taking a daily picture and sending it to people and that kind of thing. And usually you get one in return. Like if you send one out, you get one back. And yeah, then you get Here's my longest streak on Snapchat. It's between me and my buddy Pate. 1,950 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, my nephew will send me pictures every morning of him doing his streak. I don't, I don't use Snapchat for anything. I don't take pictures. I don't respond to people, anything. I do that to keep up with my nephew and my niece. Chandler, why did the streak end? There is no streak. I mean, the streak didn't end. Oh, it's, it's still, still going. going. It's still going. Okay. Yeah. Today's our 1,950th day snapping. I think that's pretty neat. I also think I read something, and this might be the same thing, but like day in the life or something. Is that a thing on something? Where you just take a picture every day? Well, there are people that take a picture every day for like 365 days just to see how you change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like a montage. Yeah. 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 I, think I, I don't know if that's neat. specific just, to a social uh, particular platform. That's just something you can do on your own. Um, but like from a documentary standpoint, type of thing, like I think that's pretty neat to. And it's something I, I wish I had done that more with like with Lily. Like I have a million pictures, but it would have been cool to like do it for a whole year. One guy and did, watch her grow. Yeah, yeah one di- one guy took pictures every day from the time that I think he was like eight years old all the way up until he was grown and then he just pieced it all together and it was it was rather weird because he did it like in real fast succession but you can see him going from an eight-year-old to a teenager to a young adult long hair short hair facial hair no facial hair that kind of thing and it just kind of it was it was neat to watch but i don't have that kind of brain capacity to put something like that together shirley do you know what kid 90 is that sounds familiar it is a documentary <clears throat> directed and produced by soleil moon fry ah yes that would be his punky brewster. brewster she carried around a camera when she was a kid everywhere she went and so it has and i haven't seen it i've heard about it i but, knew it sounded familiar i was like I, that i've heard that before i just couldn't figure out where i was hearing it from so brian austin green 
Um, Mark Paul Gosler, mm-hmm. Zach Morris. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sarah Gilbert, Charlie Sheen, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, Corey Feldman, Michael Rappaport, Jonathan Brandis. I yep, remember that name. Rest in peace. Um, I was a huge Jonathan Brandis fan. But they all appear in the film. It says one of the major narratives this is the downer of the documentary where her many friends who died at a young age from suicide or drug overdose one being jonathan brandis tells you the um the horrors of kid kids in hollywood Mm -hmm. and acting and everything but um that's pretty neat you always think about it too late like it's neat that she did that back then so now 30 years later she can go back we can go back and look and kind of relive our childhood and the cool thing is is that i was called punky brewster when i was a kid because when i was about soleil moon fry's uh age when she was punky i had the pigtails and everything so i used to get called punky brewster and you were punk no i wasn't so much of a punk uh, although if you ask my aunt i was a brat but you know eric says i need some robert skipper content to cap off the week come on robert are you dar yo hey robert's Get not down here dar. sorry eric maybe robert will show up later uh i'm here Let's, Yo. let's take a break. We'll come back and I'll answer John Monroe's question. Clip, did you hear about the guy that got eaten by the lion? No. But I'll look it up and talk Carol Basket. We'll talk about it. He's alive. Tony Dunn will join us. We'll get his thoughts on Frank Reich to the Carolina Panthers taking over as head coach. And we'll uh, make some picks for championship weekend you can hear the games right here on pirate radio on sunday talk a little nfl when we return after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearent.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a free beer Friday. Got some Bud Light Seltzer cocktail hour and apple slices to give away later on in this show. They are not actually apple slices. They are cans of Bud Light Seltzer with apple flavors like cranberry apple, crisp apple, strawberry apple, peach mango apple. Let's look at these uh, cocktail hour flavors, shall we? How about a little watermelon mojito, lime margarita, tropical punch, strawberry daiquiri. I love a tropical punch uh, drink. I'm a big strawberry daiquiri fan. Me too. You're a strawberry dac guy? Yep, dax. Strawberry dax. <laughs> strawberry dax. Yup. Oh, recovered by the 49ers. Uh, John uh, asked, Clip, did you hear about the guy eaten by, a lion, eaten by a lion? No. And then I Googled man eaten by a lion, and like, my goodness, a lot of people are eaten by lions. 
i got stories uh from last year but i don't have anything new so john if you could be more specific on that uh when did that happen why do you care um boy that sounded insensitive why <laughs> why did you bring that up on the program why do you care would be next <laughs> sound like mike dicka <laughs> A guy was being- uh, coach. Did you hear about the guy <laughs> eating by a line? Why do you care? Next, sheesh. Is the guy okay? Ask the trainer. Next. Uh, although we did do that story on a Friday recently about the um, former NFL player that killed a mountain lion because it was terrorizing Derek a uh, Derek Wolf killed a lion that was terrorizing a Colorado neighborhood. It was. So, uh, John, give me some more deets. Why on do this people one. care though? why do you care tony dunn joins us on the pit electric live line big week in charlotte as the panthers have named their next head coach we'll talk about it now tony how you doing man why do you care <laughs> next you know what you're right i will but i'll say this two things here first of all great point we ask people how they're doing we really don't care tony you are a friend though so i do hope you're doing well so that is why i care to some degree yeah, yeah. I know. I always feel like the, when people ask you that, you're like, uh, you want the answer you want or you want like... Oh, yeah. I'm having a terrible week. Life is... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, you're like, I'm, I'm really broke right now. Yeah. <laughs> Had to take the kid to the doctor the other day. Things... Uh, <laughs> They're like, oh, could you have just said fine? Things are bleak, man. But uh, thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Frank Reich named the next head coach. Now... The day before this happened, Chandler and I had a discussion, and I said, as a non-Panthers fan, looking at the realistic uh, candidates out there, and by the way, I'll set it up like this, too. I asked you weeks ago, is Steve Wilkes going to get a fair shot at this when I started seeing all those other guys get interviewed? You said one word, no. And so at that point, I kind of wrote off that they were going to bring back Steve Wilkes. But I said earlier this week, if they hire Reich, like that – for me, that is about the best you can do, I think, in this at this point. I know you had other candidates in mind you like, so tell us your uh your take on Frank Reich. Uh who did the Panthers miss out on, you think, and uh your overall thoughts on Reich? No, I think he's arguably the best uh candidate that was available. You know, I mean if you kind of take out first you gotta throw out Harbaugh now, right? Uh because it doesn't look like he was really ever leaving, and maybe he was just using it as a power play to get more money in Michigan. And then, uh, I mean, and you could say Sean Payton, but it's it comes with so much, you know, strings and trade and caveat, and it's just almost like a circus in itself. And I think that, like, when you look at all the candidates right there, is that Frank Frank Wright the most accomplished? Uh, he is the the most experienced and. Uh, and overall, just what looks like to be a pretty darn good coach. And uh, one that, you know, while he was fired from Indianapolis, it might not be entirely, might not be fired because of his performance alone, but because of, you know, maybe some of the wildness that is behind the scenes in Indy with their owner and Chris Ballard, their GM. So I think, like, uh, I think the good news or in some ways is that at least that is since Steve Wilkes didn't get the job, they didn't give it to a candidate that was less qualified than he was based. You know, so I think that Frank Wright, there is an argument that he he should win this or could win this job on merit. I've asked uh, some people is if we told you before the season, uh, 
before you saw Steve Wilkes this year, I mean, if we could have Frank Wright as our head coach, would you be happy? And I think before this year, you would have said yes. Tony Dunn, Carolina Cat Chronicles, yeah, dot com joining us. And uh, now another wrinkle to this, Tony, I saw, I believe it's Frank Reich's daughter on social media posted a picture of her husband. And he is this poor soul, not only a Panthers fan. I looked at his Twitter when she tagged him. He is a diehard Hornets fan. Uh, So I, I feel bad for the guy. But has uh, there was pictures of him like at Bank of America in his Panthers uniform from like ten years ago, or at his Panthers uh, Panthers gear ten years ago, and so he has a big Reich and the family already have kind of a big uh, showing their presence in the Charlotte area. He threw the first uh, Panthers touchdown in franchise history. I don't know how much that matters to fans, but it, it's a cool wrinkle, I guess, to add to all of it. I think it matters to him a little bit. Right, and it it is a cool wrinkle. Like I, I saw that same picture you're talking about, and she's like, "We've been married for ten years," and he's, you know, graciously been a Frank fan. Yeah, just uh, kind of pulling for those teams and silently pulling for the Panthers, I guess. Yeah, and you know what was neat is I clicked on his bio and he followed me, so he's like, "Listen to our podcast, maybe." Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a look. Is if you want to use the nostalgia of Steve Wilkes uh, being a Charlotte from Charlotte and with the 2015, you want to talk about like how Ben Johnson's from South Carolina. You know, like they always people like to say, "Oh, they're from the area." That this and that. I mean, like he has like all his family literally lives here. There's a reason. I mean, right now the Panthers posted a video. I think I haven't been able to watch all of it. Maybe with the first minute of like the first talk with Frank and he's in Charlotte in his daughter's living room. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, I mean, at least there's some connection there. I mean, I mean, it is neat. I mean, I'm sure it's nice for him to have his family around. Tony Dunn, C3 podcast joining us, Chandler. Yeah. I I actually was able to watch that interview with Kristen Balboni, uh, a Panthers reporter. And he basically said that this is the first time in his career that all of his family was going to live in the same state. So he is very excited about um, being in Charlotte and uh, and obviously a lot of connections, as you mentioned, Tony. But I did want to mention this. I thought this was a pretty good tidbit that I saw on Twitter uh, posted by a guy, but it was the offensive rankings um, that he had since 2018. In 2018, he finished fifth in the league in offense with Andrew Luck, which, I mean, you know, Andrew Luck, great. 2019, he finished 16th in the league in offense with Jacoby Brissett. And this is when it gets really impressive. In 2020, he finished top 10. He finished ninth with old man Phillip Rivers. And in 2021, he finished ninth with Carson Wentz. Uh, So, I mean, I thought that was pretty impressive. uh, A little nugget there from Frank Wright. But I feel like whether that that quarterback in the future is on the roster right now or if it's a quarterback that will draft coming up in April, I think he might could do some work with them. Excellent. I mean, I think you're absolutely right, Chandler. It's like when you really dig into the numbers of what Frank Wright did, it's it's, it's pretty impressive given the circumstances. Uh, and then you put all those, like, uh, not only is he fielding impressive offenses, but it's with a different guy every single year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, um, you know, so he's found ways to do it. You know, I mean, I think there's, there's been some concern. I won't say concerns. Like, what are the negatives for Frank Wright? is that uh, he hasn't won uh, an AFC South championship. Well, you know, man, that's crazy. He went 11-5 and five one year. 
uh, and then when the you know I guess the Titans that was the year the Titans were like thirteen and three or whatever maybe yeah yeah so I mean like is that when you say that you're like oh um, and then you look at the the record he's like man he's been over ten wins twice um, and, and like you say he's just found ways to do it and, and and then if you go back to even with Carson Wentz so if you say last year oh man this is like he, he said he did stick his neck out he said he wanted Carson Wentz. And the problem with Carson Wentz turned out to be how much they, they spent on him, not uh, necessarily the entire performance. Yeah, he, went to, he had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year, Carson Wentz. Like, I mean, I mean, he must have had 27 fumbles. Yeah, he sounds good. I wish I could have him on my team. I know. I mean, he was much better, I think, with uh, the Indian than he was with you guys. But, I mean, Frank gets a lot out of these guys. And Frank Wright, I mean, was the offensive coordinator for – uh, the Eagles, when they won with ultimately Winston and uh, Nick Foles, so it's, it's it, he has been impressive. I think the the problem with him last year, I mean, is and it might be an Arsay thing too. Is last year uh, they missed out on the playoffs. They could have won and maybe gotten in, but they lost to the worst team in the league as Jim Jaguars. It, uh, yeah, and uh, and it happened because they couldn't convert on fourth down. And last year he was like I think the they went for went for it on fourth down maybe the second most or the most in the NFL and had the second worst completion percentage on fourth down which might be Carson Wentz too because he was always on that injury report clip with what was that injury again Carson Wentz yeah um what's the one you talk about like he had multiple uh ankles ankles <laughs> not just one i giggle every time i hear it yeah he uh played Allen iverson in a pickup game and uh got them ankles broke uh chandler you were running over those numbers uh jack says just think how high he can go with the dart thrower sam darnold <laughs> which brings us to our next point i have this i have this take on it now tony you've been talking about the successes of frank Wright. i'm going to talk about the you know, not getting to the playoffs or if he's there, not winning in the playoffs, Frank Reich. They, he and the Colts did this, but Frank Reich has coached kind of retreads. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. And the Panthers in the last few years have gone, you know, Darnold, Bridgewater, uh, Mayfield. They, they've both gone the retread route. Neither team has much success at all to talk about. So from that standpoint, do you think – Frank Reich and the Panthers are like, all right, let's let's try the uh, rookie route again. Let's let's go get us a quarterback in this year's draft. And we've tried the retread thing; it didn't work in Indy for success. It didn't work in Pan- at Carolina at all. Let's go get a rookie. I mean, that's I don't know if that's a conspiracy. It's just more like a, a thought I have, Tony. On it, what do you think? Um, I think this is. I, I think that like what you could say is when you when you looked at what Matt rules quote-unquote plan that he didn't follow his own plan uh Reich what Reich did is he had the, these retreads but that's not the problem inherently it wasn't inherently that you got Philip Rivers for a year that the problem was or that you got Carson Wentz it's that you weren't in the background preparing for like what the next phase is right it's just you're just jumping from one retread to another so really it's fine to go a year or two with that guy, but you also need to draft a quarterback this year and get 
Sam Darnold or and bring back you know bring in Derek Carr with the idea that that quarterback is in the waiting. You know, I mean, instead of like, oh, we're just going to try to continue to piecemeal it together. So I think the fact that he's had success with these kind of retread quarterbacks or what we could with maybe a veteran quarterback is uh, is a good thing. It's just it's time to to support the the development and the growth of the organization by getting him a guy that could be the next Andrew Luck or whatever uh, waiting in the wing. So um, you know I guess it's kind of uh, to both ways. And the, the one thing I would say too is at least if you are going to draft a quarterback, it does seem that having a former NFL quarterback and an offensive minded person. Uh, would be an asset in selecting that guy. Tony Dunn, you know, his thoughts on the Frank Reich hire. You can uh, hear a lot more of that on the C3 podcast every week, even during the offseason. They'll keep it rolling, getting uh, cranked up for combine draft. Tony, a couple Pirates will be in the combine. We found out today, uh, Keaton Mitchell and cj johnson so uh something to keep an eye on around here and uh for you panthers folk that now all of a sudden have um a lot of draft capital a new coach i don't know if you you're kind of getting like me in your old age tony uh a curmudgeon when it comes to the off season but i don't know if i'm a panthers fan right now uh i don't know blue skies ahead i think i think i'm excited about this off season yeah, I mean, you need to be, right? I mean, you got a top-ten pick. Uh, you got a new coach. Um, I mean, you need, you're looking to try to figure out what you're going to do at quarterback. There's a lot of needs. Uh, it's one of those things is, like, it's going to be just just don't screw it up, right? I mean, just don't screw it up. And if if we could get the quarterback, it'll be great. Just kind of see. I'm just interested to see what they think the correct vision is. Um, and what, you know, Reich was doing in the background. You know, they said that what Reich separated himself with, Clip, from some of the other candidates is that he is he kind of pulled a little Mike McCarthy. You remember when Mike McCarthy had all the notebooks? Yep. And was like, oh, look, I've been studying and having these professional developments with all these coaches. Reich has been conducting, like, I guess, semi-informal interviews with people that he believes he could put piece together as a possible staff. And I think that hmm. he liked that he had a head start and a plan on, like, hey, these are the guys I know yeah. uh, that I think could be really well and bring in. So, uh, you know, hopefully that puts us a little bit ahead in the draft process. And, you know, maybe we'll get excited enough clip to go to the ECU Pro Day and watch Keaton Mitchell, like, just – blaze blaze by what pro day did you go to was it uh hardy and Carden? yeah yeah justin hardy um yeah i can't wait till scotty mo is uh panthers coach that's gonna be a big day in panthers nation oh gosh it's gonna happen looking forward to that let's get to the picks uh last week i i knew there would be one road team to win i went out there all i had to do to get the giants to play like i knew they would play is to pick them to win and say all right i've finally given up on thinking i know how the giants play does that make any sense to anybody i knew who the giants were the whole time i finally said okay i'm gonna believe in the giants here's the kryptonite and then they were the team that they were the whole time so you're welcome philadelphia uh tony i believe you picked dallas correct I don't have the picks in front of me. No, no, no. I took all home teams last last week. You went all. Yeah. Oh, 
you said you asked if there was a road team to win maybe you yeah, said dallas I thought it could be dallas yeah okay chandler you picked the Bengals. i did congratulations and on i was that. on an island a man myself. on an island all right cj sent me his picks via twitter this week and now i have to find those i'll tell you one person not picking the 49ers this week that is philadelphia 76er uh george niang uh niang uh he said he's got a uh, connection he went to iowa state he said brock purdy's a good friend of mine i hope brock does well but obviously i like living and breathing so i want the eagles to win <laughs> so that is the talk of a philadelphia 76er that uh you better jump on board with our team even if you play a different sport or your life may be in danger i thought that was a fantastic they're, quote they're so wild i mean it's <laughs> not really he's not embellishing it <laughs> no that's he's, he's telling the truth i mean they're greased the light poles they're yep. greasing the light poles in philadelphia right now grease the poles baby that'd be a cool shirt grease the poles <laughs> All right, uh, Eagles, Niners. For me, it's simple. Uh, I picked this team to be in the Super Bowl in August. I am not going to go away from them now. Uh, Brock Purdy has taken over, but then again, if you got Kyle Shanahan and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Fred Warner and Robbie Gould and that entire operation they're running in San Francisco, I don't know if it matters who is that quarterback, but Purdy has done a good job obviously i want to take the niners to go in win on the road they haven't lost since uh before halloween i believe so let me stick with the niners and pick them to win this game i'm going niners too man gosh i'm going eagles uh then the eagles uh, this is going to be a, it's going to be a great game yeah and it's uh i don't know who said it i think it was maybe on our podcast it's just how neat it is that the best four teams are in the uh championship you know there's no guy team that you go uh man i really wish this other team was in and in some ways it was kind of like uh the national championship stuff you know it's like uh you know it really turned out to be a pretty good you would play a college football playoff but i'm gonna go eagles uh they're man they're just a they're good all around but so is san francisco i see what you're saying i mean it's kind of hard when you think, I think, look, is that where are the advantages at? Um, one, I think that San Francisco probably has the coaching advantage. Um, and I would then, I just say the Eagles have the advantage at quarterback. And then they're probably even down the road everywhere right. else. Yeah, very, very even matchup. Uh, CJ is taking the Eagles. And the AFC side, once again, I have to make a pick to defend a take that I made. Uh, last year, I said Joe Burrow is Dan Marino. Joe Burrow is going to get to the Super Bowl uh, in his second year. He is going to lose uh, that game, check, and then he'll never make it to another Super Bowl. Well, here we are <laughs> a year later, and he's about to erase a long-term take that I had. Uh, so for that reason, I have to take the Chiefs. I also like that the Chiefs are – that that everybody's on the Bengals. I'm interested to see how many people out of y'all pick the Bengals today. I'm taking Kansas City, Chandler, and I'm going Bengals. Okay, Tony. Uh, Shirley, get the dump button ready as uh, I smash the tape. No, uh, if I was in there, we could do the whole Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking out. But uh, no, I um 
I'm going to take the Bengals. So is CJ. Love it. <laughs> love it. God, I love the Chiefs. Oh, boy. Y'all are picking against Patrick Mahomes oh, at home man. in the AFC Championship. Yeah. No, but, like, are they embellishing the ankle? Is the ankle that much of a problem? Oh, we were talking. I don't know if we talked about this on Air Chandler, the video from the other day. Yeah. Well, I think, I've never seen so many people like analyze videos of a man walking. I like think Mahomes it. was in serious pain, but did all he could. He only had to take six, seven steps to get from the podium to the hallway. I think he put on a good front there to where he was in no pain at all, no limp. And then right when we got in the hall, he like collapsed. He, yeah, and <laughs> crawled to his locker. But I don't know. No, I, I think he he's, he's good enough to give it a go. Uh, that should be a great game too, man. We're set up for some awesome football this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Tony, we'll let you go. Um, in one minute or less, uh, Tyler, about seven minutes ago when we were having our Panthers discussion, said, what about Corral? So let's end this conversation on uh, your outlook on Matt Corral and the Panthers. Uh you know what about him? I mean, uh, is that no? It's like uh, he's been rehabbing. You see him. Uh, it looks like the foot is starting to get stronger again. And uh, depending on what the Panthers do, look, it's, I think he'll have a um, legitimate shot uh, to be in competition for whatever the role is for the young quarterback on this team. So I expect them to uh, either draft a quarterback in the first round and bring in a veteran or just bring in a veteran and try to develop Matt Corral. So, you know, it's kind of wait in the wings and uh, see what they think about him. Still a part of the future, just to undetermine how much of an impact he'll be uh, moving forward. Tony, enjoyed it, man. Everybody check out C3 Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. All right, guys, man. Have a good one. See you, Tony. Well, we're uh, taking time out. And when we return, talk to Brian North. More, we'll get his thoughts on Frank Reich. Also talk about the passing of billy packer who uh passed away and uh talk about our billy packer memories that and more on the way pirate radio live here on a friday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Let's quickly head back out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Brian North here on a friday to get us ready for the sports weekend he joins us today on prl brian how you doing man uh, we're hanging in there life is uh pretty good pretty good all right can't complain sounds good north uh there are some complaints amongst panthers fans most yep. that wanted steve wilkes uh to return as the head coach but frank reich 
named the head coach. I, I, look, the day before it happened, I said, and I'm not a Panthers fan, but if Frank Reich were to be named the next head coach of the Panthers, I, I wouldn't look at that as a bad thing amongst the candidates out there, the realistic ones anyway. I thought uh, he might be one of the better hires, but hey, we, look, we'll uh, revisit this three years from now or whatever, but what's your take on uh, Frank Reich uh, being the head coach in Carolina? So I think it's a great fit, and the symmetry is all there with him being a former player and his family still all lives there. He's had a house there. His brother is the head coach right down the road at Wingate. Everything lines up and fits, right? If you did not have the Steve Wilkes factor, this would be a great hire. But when Steve Wilkes comes in as your interim, does everything that you ask him to do, galvanizes this locker room that was having issues, makes the defense play even better, keeps you in playoff contention all the way to the end, does everything he's asked to do as an interim coach to have a chance to be the head coach and still doesn't get it, that's where the bad taste is. It feels like he should have had first shot at the job. It feels like he deserved the job, and it kind of feels like the players wanted him. And so that just kind of is where the whole issue is right now is Steve Wilkes just feels like it should have been his job and he was done a little dirty here. If you take that factor out of it, great hire by the, the Panthers with Frank Reich. It seems great. But I just I need to find out the reasons why, uh, from David Zepper, why Steve Wilkes was not retained. Because outside of being they're looking for better offense is the only obviously reason that they're going to talk about, and they wanted an offensive-minded coach in. But you could have found that with a good offensive coordinator somewhere. So why did Steve Wilkes not get to retain the job? It feels like he earned. Yeah, and teams have to do their due diligence and interview the best candidates possible that are out there. But once they started bringing in pretty much everybody uh, for interviews, and I remember I asked Tony Dunn, like, uh, it seems like a month ago now, you know, is Steve Wilkes going to get a fair shot at this job with all these other interviews going on? And he said, no, nah, he, he's out. And I kind of felt the same way, that if they were going to hire Wilkes, it would have happened pretty quickly. But once they started interviewing all these people uh, – I figured he was uh, pretty much done for. He was going to have to rise above all the other candidates, right? And and his resume was right there. And I think that's why with the player support and what he did, I don't think you could have asked for anything better from an interim coach taking over what Matt Rule had left there. And so I think that's where everybody, we all look at ourselves, right? If we were in a position and we did the job in our workplace and then you were still passed over for the job, it just kind of leaves that bad taste in your mouth about, why are you not rewarding someone who did everything they were asked to do and, and yeah. did a good job doing it? Which that's kind of what it seems like. And it's it, you know it's like being jilted. You're you're dating somebody, and then you know they, they try to go get an upgrade just because they think they can instead of respecting what you did or what you bring to the table. Brian Nord joining us and and discuss this, but it is interesting to me looking at what Frank Reich has had as a head football coach, Brian at quarterback, and that is kind of retreads at this point with philip rivers with carson wentz with matt ryan and that uh philosophy did not work for no uh, success in indianapolis so does that mean frank wright is now in in the interviews now that he's the head coach telling david tepper telling the panthers look let's let's find us a let's get a young guy 
let's um, put an investment into a young quarterback build from there because he personally has tried the retread route. The Panthers have personally uh, tried the retread route with uh, right. with Baker Mayfield, with Sam Darnold. So it almost feels like they almost have to go the rookie route here because what Reich has done, what the Panthers have done, uh, hasn't worked here in years past. What Frank Reich did with the Colts is pretty amazing. I, find me somebody else who's had rotating quarterbacks like that every year and still had a winning record all the way up until this year and was in contention and did a lot of good things. So, no, I, I think Frank Reich, you hear what other players say about him. He's a player's coach. He galvanizes the locker room. Uh, I think he'll win over the locker room there, but you have to have players to do that. So, yes, what do they do at quarterback? Obviously, they're in a good draft status, so they can draft someone and groom them. That usually takes one or two years. You have Matt Corral. That's still kind of the unknown. Uh, you have to decide what you're going to do with the quarterbacks you have. But, no, I think that's going to be Frank Reich's number one deal is we've got the defense that will stay pretty solid for years. They've done a nice job the last few years building the offensive line. Running backs you can plug in, receivers you can find. They have to go find a quarterback if they want to be a player and a really um, unstable NFC South that could easily be winnable here in the future, especially what the other teams are doing. You just got to find somebody – uh, who can not turn it over a whole lot, but you need a quarterback to come in and, and, and do something. And I think Frank Reich will, will be good with them if he can keep the same guy for more than one year. Yeah, definitely feels like they're in a spot, and you could say this about just about any NFC South team, but just a couple pieces away from uh, being a playoff team in 2023-24. Brian North joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. And, Brian, um, I, uh, I don't think I've ever really protested and never been a part of a – a calls or anything but it, if jeff saturday is hired as the colts coach and steve wilkes was not brought back by carolina i think that, that might be the tipping point for me i might protest something there that that would just be hilarious because i think jeff saturday's had multiple interviews with the colts yeah uh <laughs> it, it's amazing and you know that's the relationship with the owner and yeah it, 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 it does make you sit there and go you know, there's something to this whole thing. I mean, you really have to take a serious look at, at, at what's going on here on how a guy like Steve Wilkes, who, again, did everything he was asked to do, but he's yet not retained. And Jeff Saturday who didn't have, didn't have a lick of coaching experience, and now it seems to be the thing. And no success. They won the first game and then they got right. hammered and had the biggest collapse in the NFL game. It's just, we'll see what happens. But then again, Jim Irsay's never done anything normal. So that That's just it. it and the the big thing that coaches there and people in the in the fraternity who have had problems with the minority hiring say, well, there's only one happy team every year, right? And so a bunch of teams keep changing out, still looking for answers, and when you keep looking for retreads, why not try something different? Why not go the more a, a different route instead of the conventional route that everybody else has done in the past? Why not give people chances who you may not have taken chances on in the past? And I don't mean Jeff Saturday and no coaching experience when I say that, but uh, but people who know the game and can try to to come up with different answers than what's been the status quo in a league that hates to change uh, when it comes to how things are done. Brian North joining us. We are in an era where some of these older QBs that have dominated for decades with Brady and Rodgers, uh, you can see by their play on the field and the fact that they're not playing 
this weekend that uh, their best days are behind them, and we're anointing the the new greats. Uh, and of course, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. That's the question. Like, who who do you want uh, as your starter? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. And as we ask that question, Joe Burrow just keeps winning games. Yeah. Uh, beats Josh Allen three and zero against Mahomes, trying to get to four and zero. And it's not like he came out of nowhere. He won a national championship, number one pick, all that. But now you've got to put his name up there, obviously, uh, with the greats in the game. And if he can go 4-0 against Mahomes' Chiefs this weekend, I, I mean, when does he bypass those names? Uh, it, it, you got to put them up there, right? Right. Well, the problem is he doesn't fit the mold of what these younger quarterbacks are, and that's dual threat. Joe Burrow's not yeah. going to go run anybody down. He's more of the Tom Brady mold of pocket passer when all the whole league seems to be going two guys who are dual threat. So uh, I think that's where he gets discounted a little bit. His offensive line w- was bad. But, you know, the thing with the Bengals, they start so bad, they kind of get out of that narrative, and then they, they peak at the end of the season, and it's kind of like a, oh, by the way. Same thing with Zach Taylor, their head coach. Has anybody given that guy any credit no. for doing a good job for two years in a row? And when does he get start, uh, start talking about as – uh, a good young head coach that's innovative or does things, rallies his team. So there's a lot going on here with just perception and what um, the people who control the media narrative for the NFL are doing with this sort of thing. But um, at some point you have to take notice. And with Joe Burrow, look, he, he just has to keep winning. And there's no one more confident than him. So he keeps winning, his name will be right there. But the thing about these dual quarterbacks is uh, as we saw with cam newton sometimes your career is not as long because of the well, we're seeing that right now with lamar jackson brian mvp who had trouble getting on the field yeah right so um that's that's part of the thing they're gonna have to fight here and you're gonna see like a jalen hurts i'm curious as he becomes a better pocket passer does he start running a lot less because of the the hits you take josh allen hasn't seemed to have gotten that memo yet and so he started to take some hits. And then Patrick Mahomes is just – he's just magic out there. He's just got to keep those ankles healthy, and he'll have a long career. And he'll, he'll always be considered one of the greats because of just how entertaining he is to watch. Uh, but, look, the league has always been built around pocket passers, and they'll always have a home as long as you can protect them. Brian North joining us. Talked to Brad Kennedy, WCTI 12, yesterday on the show about his Chiefs. Seems somewhat confident, but uh, is very aware of what uh, Burrow and company have done to his Chiefs over the last few years. Brian, on, on the NFC side of things, and if we had a, a coach draft uh, and and you could pick a coach to run your franchise, uh, Kyle Shanahan is probably number one for me. And I saw what he did with Washington's offense in 2012 with a healthy Robert Griffin III, and they were pretty much unstoppable with what they did uh, with Griffin and Alfred Morris and, and that offense. And he was the coordinator in Atlanta, and they go – uh, and, and make a Super Bowl run, and now with the Niners. And, look, it's not like he's got scraps. He's got somewhat scraps at quarterback with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, but he's got major weapons, and somehow George Kittle gets wide open four times a game. Debo gets wide open three to five times a game, and then you got McCaffrey. Uh, I, 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 we'll see if they can continue this. They haven't lost since, I think, uh, late October, so they have just been winning and winning and winning. They got their biggest test coming up on the road at Philly this weekend. But fascinated by that game, Brian. Two good defenses. What offense can come through on Sunday? Yeah. Uh, the 49ers haven't lost since they traded for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Their last loss was the week before uh, they picked him up. So 
Uh, and look, Nick Sirianni now, he's starting to get into that coaching uh, talk as well as a head coach who, who just runs a really good franchise. And uh, he may not have the offensive acumen of, uh, and background of Shanahan or, or Andy Reid, but watch out for Sirianni. I think he's a, a coach a lot of people are talking about how he handles his locker room and um, is able to coach up the defense and, and puts his offensive players in the right position. So this is a, a matchup you may see a lot in the future because a lot of people in Philly really like what he's doing. So well, they also like that he's kind of brash too, and his attitude yeah. and his uh, the Eagles fans sing that song. Nobody likes us. Nobody likes us. Nobody likes us. We don't care. <laughs> like that, he's kind of got that thing going, which you know the fans absolutely love. Yeah, no, they do. And so this matchup is two of the better defenses you're going to see offensively. Look, it comes down to me. It comes down to quarterback, right? Jalen Hurts is still young, but has really proven himself this year. Uh, the Purdy kid, he's been good. And everything you hear, he's he's first in the in the film room, last to leave. He works hard. He's getting better. Uh, but I just we just don't know what you, – you, a game like this, you feel like you need a quarterback in the fourth quarter to lead you down the field and score. Can he do that? Is that going to be the difference in the game? So uh, I think that that fourth-quarter quarterbacking is going to be – and turnovers are going to be the big things in this game that will help decide it. going to be a great Sunday of football. You can catch the action right here on Pirate Radio if you are out and about. And it'll be Sunday hoops in Menji's Coliseum coming up at noon. Pirates are going to win two in a row, Brian. Uh, can they win a game without Javon Small? They did it on Tuesday night against Tulsa. Javon had a good game against Wichita State. Uh, the Pirates will be without Javon Small, but trying to sweep Wichita State. Obviously, that's never happened before since this was the first time they've ever beat Wichita State earlier this season. So, uh, East yeah. Carolina uh, trying to make it two in a row Sunday, Brian. That would be a shocker, right? There you go. Uh, thank you. That's what I get paid for. Uh, look, it, it's, this has been an interesting year with, with Michael Schwartz and all the, the new players and just trying to figure it all out. And they show those signs of – of being there, and then they show those signs of the old ECU basketball uh, deal and not being able to win in January. So he's still trying to find that identity, and, and is his coaching philosophy, is it seeping in, taking over? He was preaching toughness the other night. You know, is that going to take hold at some point? And, and then it comes down to recruiting after that. But, but getting some of these wins they never used to get before, that can only help bolster it and make you more attractive and I feel like that's how you have to coach these days. You have to be attractive to transfers now because we, we hear about them in every sport almost every week. So you've got to put your name out there and get your school brand out there so people will take a look at you uh, when they're looking to upgrade and for recruiting as well. So it's all about getting players in for ECU. This group, I think, is overachieved at times, and that's been nice. But that can only help you in the future as you, as you try to build that consistent roster that can compete in a tough league. Brian North joining us, looking at ACC hoops. And as we think ACC hoops, think NCAA uh, tournament basketball, uh, you think Billy Packer and Billy Packer uh, passing away today. And I'll say this, and I don't think it's speaking ill of the dead. I didn't, I didn't like Billy Packer. Nope, me either. And I think that's what he wanted, or at least he didn't care. How about this? He didn't give a damn if I liked him or not. And yep. growing up, I, you know, it's kind of funny how my yeah, how kids' brains works. But like Billy Packer and Bobby the Brain Heenan were like the same guy to me. They were, 
they were like heel announcers and if you rooted for the good he would he would talk about uh a lot of negatives and things like that i think if i watch billy packer as an adult uh he might be one of my favorites just like bobby the brain heenan looking back yeah. is now unbelievable at what he did but uh he was he, he had a different style brian he, he was yeah. kind of no nonsense and and it sounds like you kind of felt the same way i did watching billy packer yeah. oh oh i hated him i always thought he was just angry and biased and just always trying to pick on somebody yeah he he was a grumpy old man before he was a grumpy old man <laughs> and he he, he he always criticized people he was not an acc homer but you know he always had this thing stuff he deal with with the acc and i just yeah i just couldn't stand him but as an analyst he was still good he could still break down the game and help you understand some things i just always thought he was I don't know. He reminded me of that person who was just never happy about anything and was always looking to blame somebody or something else. So I never enjoyed him a whole lot as far as uh, his style, but I respected his abilities and he was a pretty good analyst and, and I told it like it was. And you're right. He didn't care what you thought. He was going to say it the way he saw it. And uh, you had to respect him for that. And obviously, a lot of people liked him for it because he did, what, 34 straight NCAA tournament final four, something yeah. like that. It's crazy legacy that he leads. And uh, I'll tell you what, one thing that made me like Billy Packer a little bit more was getting to know Mark Packer, his son, the Pac-Man. We had him right here on Pirate Radio, who, I tell it like it is, guy, but had a great sense of humor, and that kind of told me that, all right, well, there must be something to Billy Packer if his son is uh, is this good. And uh, so, uh, but man, uh, yeah, certainly uh, left a legacy, as you said, uh, with the way he did it. And, and, you know, now we get, as the older I get, the cooler I think it is that guys kind of do it their way and not just the cookie cutter yeah. way we hear it, you know, in every channel we turn on. I had that uh, conversation with Corey Alexander years ago. Yeah. I knew Corey back in my UV, uh, when he was at UVA and he was from Waynesboro and I was working in the Shenandoah Valley, so I got to know him a little bit. And I saw him uh, several years ago at the ACC tournament when he was just starting to break into his broadcasting career. Yeah. And he was asking me what he, you know, some thoughts. And I said, just don't be like everybody else. Be your own person. Not everybody may like it, but be Corey Alexander and say what you have to say and, and give your perspective on the game that other people don't have because being the same as everybody else is boring and you, that won't get you very far. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's kind of what people have to do is bring their own personality and perspective to the game that still makes it entertaining but also informative and accurate. Brian North joining us. Games coming up this weekend in the ACC. NC State, uh, their win streak came to an end against North Carolina last week, and I didn't watch a second of the game, Brian, but following social media, um, the Terquavion Smith hit. Got a lot of yeah. folks talking and a lot of idiots from both fan bases riled up. So I saw a ton of that. Uh, but they got a big game at Wake Forest coming up yeah. on uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Duke trying to win a basketball game. Maybe they can do it on the road against 1-9 and nine Georgia Tech. So a couple of highlight games there on Saturday. Listen to the players from both teams talk about the Jaquavion Smith hit, and they all said it was just a basketball play. So. Yeah. Uh, I, then I leave the fan bases out of that, that after that. So neither of the coaches had a problem with it. None of the players had a problem with it. Jaquavion bounced back, didn't have a good shooting night. I expect him to play much better uh, this Saturday. That's a big game with Wake Forest. They're tied for sixth place in the standings just a couple games out. So Wake Forest now two straight losses ever since beating Clemson. So that's a big game for them too. So that is definitely the marquee game this weekend. Duke, all of a sudden now we're starting to hear John Shire's name get a little criticism next to it now because they're one in – Four, one and five in ACC road games, and 
Uh, they have not had that Duke fire that a lot of people would like to see. So uh, the more they lose, the more we'll see how John Shire, John Shire's name is being uh, portrayed out there. But uh, that's a big one for them. They they need to get that win at Georgia Tech. They need another a couple road wins to start bolstering their resume. They're in ninth place right now in the ACC. Yeah, they're going to be playing on like a Monday afternoon in the tournament if they don't uh, right. watch out. Right. And is the tournament in Greensboro this year, Brian? I believe it is, right? ACC tournament is back in Greensboro this yeah. year. Yeah, how about how – about, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, Duke's in that game, and Coach K walks through the door and says, move over, John. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm rested and ready to go. And then they lose to Boston College. That would be great. Uh, Brian North joining us. And, and you said that thing about uh, the the players and how they talked about the uh, the Turquavion Smith foul. It just, that happens so much in sports where yeah. a like two players will be having a disagreement on the sidelines and – we have it on video, so we dissect it. We we go over it. We say who's wrong. We say who's right. We say who's a jerk, um, and then like the players are like, "No, nah, we're cool." And we just had a yeah. yeah we, those things happen. We're fine. And everybody else yeah. argues about it for two weeks straight. Right. Right. The, the whole world's about conflict resolution. None of us get along 100% of the time. If we do something's not quite right, we have to kind of work through things sometimes. And it's just now in this day and age of cell phone and YouTube and everything being broadcast, it's, yeah. it's just not as private as it used to be uh, to let you work those things out. And, and everybody gets to be a spectator and critic about it now. North, good stuff. Um, I heard a good question. I'm going to start asking folks. And uh, you're probably not the person to ask. But oh, bring it. I'll shoot it uh, over to you anyway. What do you search? What do you look up on YouTube, if anything? Uh, <laughs> sports highlights that I need for my sports broadcast in the morning. So, And that's it. I can't imagine you a big YouTube guy. Not, not like a lot of people are, but when I find trending things. Now, I will tell you right now, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day. YouTube has become my dad right how do you fix this and so i go right to you there you go there you go somewhere of how to fix stuff so i've saved a couple hundred dryer uh dollars fixing my own dryer my own ignition on my car yeah which is probably a 500 dollars deal so no yeah i look up how to fix things on youtube that's probably number two after sports highlights and then number three is historical stuff i'm always looking up trying to find historical stuff of, of things that uh it's amazing what is out there so that's a great answer man because i you know i've done that from something as small as tying a tie to uh installing a, a toilet like you said we actually did that uh, watching videos so yeah there you go if it's not on youtube take it to somebody else but you there's a solution for almost everything on youtube great answer nor thanks for joining us have a great weekend man all right clipper you do the same bud Brian North joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line. Let's take a break, come back, wrap up our number two. When we return, I'll ask Shirley Rhodes and Chandler Honeycutt what they search on YouTube right after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. ECU football alum Dakota Marshall is the owner of First and Goal, First and Goal Hauling, and with a fleet of dump trucks, he does it all. He hauls dirt, asphalt, stone, 
and a whole lot more. And with First and Goal Hauling, it is a touchdown every time. Follow First and Goal Hauling on Facebook today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Yeah, so he says to me, what rhymes with orange? And I look at him and I say, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. He the said, heck was that? He said, uh, I, I, I was called in mid-conversation when you, you joined me back. Who were you talking to? He said, that is this guy right here, uh, ben, ben, Benbo. Ben, Benbo. 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 He said, what rhymes with orange? And I said, no, it doesn't. What doesn't rhyme with orange? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> what do you guys search on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> uh I like to watch news bloopers. Pirate a lot. Oh yeah, Shirley, huge news bloops fan, as am I. Yeah, and um, I also like to, and I like to watch like gag reels and blooper reels yeah. from like television shows and movies. Um, and then there's this segment that America's Funniest Videos used to do back when Mark Bergeron was the host, and it was one of my favorites. Tom. Favorites, Tom Bergeron. Did I say Mark? Okay, yeah tom bergeron he um they did this little segment like um something like 15 falls in 30 seconds or something like that yeah. it's like real rapid so like succession a music bed or like a yeah montage. like a, yeah, yeah it's like a little montage but it is just it catches you just right and i'm just in tears and so those are the ones i like to watch on youtube chandler what do you watch on youtube sports highlights <laughs> that is true and what's funny is if i'm uh, you're in that chair charlie's in that chair if i'm ever in that chair the other chair and i look at y'all's computers y'all are watching news bloopers and sports highlights <laughs> so you're not lying no. i can confirm that these are what these people search yeah if i've got a couple extra minutes and i don't you know like if we've got like 10 minutes before the show and i don't i'm done with everything uh you know i'll hop on youtube and be like hey i hadn't checked uh, the latest installment of news bloopers let me go check it out i watch the dozen trivia uh from barstool i watch a lot of um I watch some barstool programming, their college football show, things like that. I'm very embarrassed to admit that because I feel like this is so phony, and, but I fall, I don't know why I like it. I'm, it's a very embarrassing. I like I like reaction videos to songs. No, uh, I like them too. But I went so, through a phase where I was fake. doing it a lot. They got to be fake, and I, I'm just a sucker for. <sighs> Like a young black kid watching Leonard Skinnerd or an old white dude watching a Tupac song as okay, if I it's their first far. time watching. Just anybody watching uh, some kind of music genre outside of their norm yes. and getting their reaction to it. I, I don't know why. It pull, it's, I'm a sucker for it. I got to admit. I, Speaking of reaction videos, especially around Super Bowl time, which we're getting near, I like to watch reactions of fans in their living living yeah. rooms uh react to their team winning the super bowl those are good too but i there's i've just i pretty much think everything's phony out there that i see that's my outlook on that's, life these days that's depressing. now <laughs> there is there is a section i guess like a cross section of reaction videos that i do like to watch which is someone will take you know you're not supposed to have like a video camera or anything like that inside a movie theater Especially like if it's a brand new movie. Oh right, um, Kramer uh, was a bootlegger. Yes, on yes Seinfeld. he was. Yes he was. And uh, there's um, uh, when in 
Infinity War came out oh, for yeah, Marvel. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, when uh, you know Black Panther returned, and uh, and then of the course, whole group like re- yeah, comes it out. comes yeah. out, and then all of a sudden Captain America, you know, gets a hold of uh, Thor's hammer, and the place just goes nuts. I, I like watching those reaction videos of people in various movie theaters across the country when they see that for the first time, or like in Spider Man. You know, when the other Spider-Men show up. Oh, um, yeah. You know, the their reaction. Like, yeah. yeah, and everybody's like freaking out. Yeah. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I enjoy watching those. Let's uh, get another break in. We'll come back. Hour 3 Pirate Radio Live. Big giveaway. Uh, Craig on Facebook has a bad joke and a YouTube suggestion. Which one do you want to hear first? I don't know. Bad but joke. I, had, I have a bad joke. I told you guys off the air. Uh, Craig's bad joke. So we were talking about the Panthers, Matt Corral. He said, Corral has upside during day games, usually fresh and ready to go. During night games, seems stale and sluggish. We were talking about Golden Corral, right? (laughs) 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 Let's get a break. His suggestion is surely search Chuck Norris Sniper on YouTube. It combines Chuck Norris movie clips with falls slash fails. Oh, there's one with the uh, the little ninja guy. All right. I'll take your word for it. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We're giving away our Bud Light Seltzer Cocktail Hour and Apple Slices coming up this hour along with some other goodies courtesy of your friends here at Pirate Radio. Stay tuned for that. Right now, joining us, Pit Electric Live Line, the voice of Minji's Coliseum. You'll hear him Sunday when the Pirates take on Wichita State. Morgan Ayler is joining us. Morgan, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic, Clip. Get ready for another uh, fun weekend of sports and fun and frolic. How about that? Fun and frolic. we got a triple header of activity coming up Sunday. ECU basketball at noon, and then after that, it'll be the NFC and AFC championship games. You can hear those football games right here on Pirate Radio. Morgan, great to see the Pirates get a W. Needed it the other night. And they got it. Thanks to Brandon Johnson. Thanks to R.J. Felton. Thanks to Ben Baiela, Luigi DeBeau, uh doing what he does on hustle plays. Caleb Account. It was uh, Jeff Charles said it, and he was right. A lot of heroes the other night. Uh, badly needed win for uh, Michael Schwartz's guys. Yeah, they played hard. You know, they're still. We talked about last week. They're trying to to find that identity uh, since Javon Small is not in the lineup right now, and. Uh, everybody's got to step up and do a little bit more than maybe what they're they're used to doing. And I think you saw a little bit of more effort the other night in some players. and They got some playing time. There were guys, Saxby Sutherland got in there and uh, played well and for uh, you know a few minutes that he was in there. And, um, you know, it's fun watching these guys try to develop and, and get better. They're going to have a tough one uh, coming up Sunday. But, 
you know, Coach Schwartz and his staff, they're doing a good job trying to keep these guys together and build a little bit of momentum, and maybe they can carry that until Sunday afternoon, 12 o'clock tip-off. And Morgan, you've seen Ezra Asar put on a show at Menji's Coliseum, and the moves he makes, uh, the, the quickness he can get to the rim from the three-point line and, and from the top of the key, it's incredible. He has uh, been struggling of late, and you know we see this i guess with freshmen talking to michael perry earlier this week he said you see it with freshmen you especially see it with freshmen in conference play when that uh that level of competition increases and we're seeing that right now with ezra we just hope he can kind of snap out of it and get back to the way he was playing earlier he, he's a guy i mean they won the other night with him not doing anything morgan which is a positive uh, in one hand but uh we certainly want to see ezra get back going yeah, we were talking about that courtside the other night. That you know he's been struggling a little bit, but you know in in this conference you've got some guys in the paint that are that are grown men. You know Ezra's still a young a young guy, seventeen eighteen years old freshman. And the other night he's playing against a fourth year junior who was uh, he was a man down down low and he was pushing him around when he got in there. He wasn't able to do the things that uh, he was able to do earlier against maybe some less uh, talented teams and. It'll come around. He'll figure it out, and he'll find his place in the team and his role, and you'll see flashes of that. And hopefully, as the season you know gets down to the, the final stages of the season, he'll be playing his best basketball. He'll he'll understand what his role is and be able to to make some of those shots that he was making earlier against some talented players. It's just a matter of a, a, a maturation process, I think, with Ezra because he's got the talent. He, he's pretty big, you know, for his for a freshman. He's got good size. But, again, you're playing against some guys that have been playing in the league for four or five years. It's not going to be easy down low in the paint. Morgan Naylor's joining us. Holden Naylor's will be on the left coast participating in the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl coming up on Saturday, and we'll, uh, he'll have a couple of teammates with him. Noah Henderson, who was blocking for him in the Hula Bowl, and also uh, C.J. Johnson, his running mate from D.H. Conley, out there. And uh, have you checked in? How's uh, Holden's week gone out there, Morgan? Uh, he said he's had a really good week. He's had a, learned a lot. He's had uh, uh, a lot of good uh, uh, on-the-field coaching and a lot of off-the-field experiences as well. As the NFL uh, Players Association does a, a really good job of of working with the guys at night. They've got meetings and they have lectures come in talking about the business side of the NFL, uh, the, the the transition from college to pro and what to expect and they, they really make a full week out of it. I mean, they usually go till 10, 10 or 11, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I think it's curfew uh, West coast time. And uh, you know, so it's, it's been a fun week for him. I, I'm, I hate to be the bearer of bad news from what I understand. Noah is, uh, has come back, hmm. uh, sprained his ankle. I think hurt his ankle a little bit. So they sent him back for treatment. So I don't think he'll be playing, tomorrow but uh you know the experience of getting out there and being eligible for it's going to sure, certainly hold his stock when it comes up to pro day here uh coming up the end of march yeah no doubt and uh being able to talk to those scouts he was at the hula bowl cj johnson out there at the collegiate bowl we uh heard today keaton mitchell and and cj as well will be participating in the nfl combine and you know talk about eyeballs on you and the microscope a uh, ton of scouts teams will be out there that's great for those two guys morgan trying to enhance their uh marketability uh to potentially be drafted and uh joining an nfl team yeah it really is and you know the the combine they, there's a certain number of slots they bring in and uh, the combine's basically set up for when teams want to get a good look at somebody. Uh, and, you know, like, for instance, with, with CJ, you got 
somebody that was very productive in the slot this year, big body, can run, can catch. Uh, and then with Keaton, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do in the 40 out there if he's been training uh, really hard, and I think you know he will. Uh, he's going to be really exciting to see what that time's going to be in the 40-yard dash because look what it did for Chris Johnson. I mean, he went out there and set, set a record and yeah. you know, translated into a really lucrative NFL career for him. And uh, hopefully that'll be the case for, for CJ and for, for Keaton for coming out of the combine. And as far as Holton's concerned, you know, his, his focus right now is getting in the, uh, the NFL PA game tomorrow, doing well in that. And then, uh, you know, still debating on what to do as far as the surgery. Uh, going to make a decision on that uh, probably Sunday or Monday. And then uh, if he's going to have it or he's going to go down to Mobile and start training and, uh, get ready for pro day so we'll have to see 10 for uh good information morgan Naylor's joining us pit electric live line here on a friday edition of pirate radio live morgan we are down to four and what a four it is uh in the nfl you got the niners taking on the philadelphia eagles in philadelphia and then mahomes burrow part four and burrow has won the first three uh in this series in this matchup so two great games on paper morgan what do you think about them who you got on sunday uh san francisco philly it's going to be tough for frisco to win in philadelphia although they played extremely well last week uh you know the crowd's going to be into it that stadium is really really built for fan participation it seems like the the fans are right on top of you it's loud and you know they're going to be raucous and philly's playing really good football right now not that san francisco's not but I just don't think they're going to have what it takes to win. They could. I'd say I'd go with Philly 80-20 that they're going to win that game. And you're looking at the other one with Cincinnati and, and Kansas City. A lot of it obviously depends on how Patrick Mahomes, is, his ankle is. He's kind of, I mean, he's, when I understand he sprained it, uh, you know, like on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe a 6 or a 7. Not a really, you know, disabling sprain, but still his, his key is mobility. And I think you saw that in the – the second half when he got back in there, he wasn't able to throw the football like he can and move around like he can. And Cincinnati's defense has been playing pretty good. Obviously, last week in Buffalo, kudos to them. They took it to, to Buffalo, and uh, Cincinnati's offensive and defensive lines just dominated that game. And uh, if they can do that against Kansas City, it, it wouldn't shock me to see Kansas City uh, fall at home to the Bengals. I'm saying 60-40 Bengals. All right, Morgan Aylers joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. I am excited for those. I'm excited to be in Minji's coming up at noon on Sunday. Great sports weekend along with all the hoops action and the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl going on on Saturday. So uh, weekend is set. Good sports weekend, folks. Morgan, thanks for joining us, man. We will talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Clip. And uh, for those that are wondering, the NFL PA Bowl will be at 6 o'clock Saturday night on the NFL Network. NFL Network, 6 o'clock. Check it out. All right, Morg. Thanks, man. Thanks. Y'all have a great weekend. You too, bud. There is Morgan Aylers joining us. Pitt Electric Live Line. All right, Shirley. Um, I got Bud Light Seltzer Apple Slices, Bud Light Seltzer Cocktail Hour, variety packs for each. And we're going to give those away. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Three, one, seven, twelve, fifty. Shirley, what call are you looking for on this free beer Friday? Caller 12, 317, 1250. Must be 21 or older and have not won uh, this month. This is the last Friday show of January. Can you be our last free beer Friday winner of January? Call in now. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. 
When we return, Chandler Honeycutt has a joke for you. That and more on the way after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. And they're open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And, con- and congratulations to Clee Smith, who Clee. was our winner Clee. of our free beer Friday. I'm more of a fan of Elton's. But. Uh-huh. And uh, free beer Friday is brought to you by Bud Light. Every day, especially game day, is better with an ice cold Bud Light. Pick up some Bud Light today at your favorite retailer. Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. And the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Hey, right. clip. I uh, asked earlier what everybody searches on YouTube. <laughs> We've created a monster. Uh-oh. Uh, Eric on YouTube says, I want to do a reaction video to Boom Boom Boom. Boom Boom Boom. Now let me say Johnny on Facebook says, for the past 24 hours, I've been watching nothing but Boom 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 videos on YouTube. Boom Boom Boom. Now let me say Oh, no. Uh-oh. They got you. Oh, man. You're doing it. I've been bit by the boom, boom, boom. I've been hit by. I've been bit by the boom, boom, boom bug. Oh no! It happens to everyone, and uh, it's like <laughs> zombies, like in mo- uh, zombie movies. You don't want them to get you, and eventually they do, and then you turn into one. Yep. Now you're turning into a wayo guy, like a John Moody. Like earlier this week, you were not a wayo guy. Now John, you're a wayo guy. Is John Moody patient zero? It could be. They got him early on. He was one of the first, and now he's walking around saying wayo and screaming it in Minji's. And this is how these pandemics and things start, like uh, these zombie movies. It spreads. Like, I watched this is um, – I almost said this is us. I've never seen that show. The Last of Us on uh, HBO. And, like, at first there's a few of these – zombie-esque creatures around then there's 12 then there's a hundred then there's a thousand and then it's an entire hemisphere and pretty soon it's going to spread to 213 and it's going to spread above two you are terrible it's going to spread above us to the media road you're going to have p mace and Igo saying way uh Mike Schwartz on the bench saying wayo. Our guy uh Keith Pugh, the hype man with the hardened beard, he's gonna be saying wayo. The band. The band is gonna be saying wayo. Jeff Charles. Jeff Charles side is gonna be saying wayo. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Let me hear you say wayo. The moron of the month. And Michael Perry's going to say, Wayo. He's going to say, Wayo now. And si- way-o. He's going to say, Wayo now. Size going to say, Look, it's a good song, Clip. Look, look, listen. And, and Wayo. Listen. Look, 
Fuego. Listen, the out here brothers, the out here boys, whatever their name is, they're good kids. It's a good song. Morgan Ehlers is going to be doing it. Oh, good over the- evening, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, let me say, Wayo. Ed says, I want to see Britney Spears dance God. to Boom, Boom, Boom. <laughs> the let me moron. Say, <laughs> no, you're right. He is a moron. He is a giant moron, but. He you know, loves that Britney Spears bit. Who? Who? Spears! Is she here? No. Do we care? <laughs> what is she doing with her, her career? career? Oh, boy. What is Brittany doing with her career? Folks, you're in luck. Chandler has a joke, and uh, he tried it on Shirley and I. Got big laughs from us. And now he's ready to give it to you. Chandler, take it away. All right. Here's the joke. Guy walks into a bar, sits down at the bar, and tells the bartender, he says, uh, let me get a beer. He drinks that beer and tells the bartender, hey, bartender, give me another beer. and while, uh, I'm going to go use the bathroom right quick. When he goes use the bathroom, he comes back. Bartender says, I wouldn't drink that beer if I were you. He said, what in the world? He said, why? He said, a monkey peed in your beer. What? He said, hold up now. Wait a minute. Who's monkey? He said, it's that guy over there playing the guitar. So a guy walks over there to the guy playing guitar and he says, hey, man. He says, do you know your monkey peed in my beer? Guy, guitar player goes, no, but if you hum it, I might can play it. (laughs) 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 That's good stuff right there, buddy. I wish I could say the actual word, but it was. I don't know if it makes it it any more funny. The funny part was when you told us during the break and you started laughing before you could get the punchline out. He says, hey, man. That's what made me laugh. Do you know the monkey peed in in my beer? (laughs) He says, well, no, but if you hum it, I might play it. A monkey peed in my beer. If somebody told me that, my first question would have not been, whose monkey was it? Like, that was a pretty, I would have been like, first of all, repeat yourself to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> Secondly, why are you allowing monkey, where did the monkey come from? Why is it in this establishment? Like and it, why is it peeing in people's beers? Why did you let it on the bar to, to pee in my beer? But like in your universe, it almost makes it sound like it's okay to bring monkeys in. Like it's uh, well, who whose monkey is oh, it? This happened to me. This happened yeah. to me last week. Who's is it? This is this time? Ricky's? No, no, uh, no. It's that guy playing guitar. John Boy brought it in. He's playing. Do tonight. you know your monkey peed in my beer? Well, no. But if you hum it, I might play it. Are you going to keep saying the punchline? I'm just trying to say it because I didn't say it with confidence earlier. I did. I laughed. <laughs> that it's was just, that was funny when you delivered to us uh, laughing. That was oh, pretty man. good all right good joke chan man uh we've got craig says chandler we need a wayo in your best mike houston and Corey glore voice all right shirley hit the song first one <laughs> first we'll do mike houston all right here we go shirley boom, boom, boom. Now let me say wayo. wayo uh very hard news the uh-huh. wayo let's do Corey glore boom, boom, boom. Now let me say wayo, wayo unbelievable all right uh way way rick smith the one oh way all right let's do uh coach jeff connors boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. all right ready way oh um steve ellis boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. way oh 
Jaquan <laughs> McMillan way up. When I think of boom, 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 I really think of Jaquan McMillan making tackles on the field. You know that white rapper that died like eight to ten years ago? Uh, Matt Mac Miller? Miller? I'm sorry, what's his name, Coach? M- uh, Mac, M- <laughs> <laughs> Mac Miller. Thank you. Miller, I think it was. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. All right, um, Jim Rome. Boom, boom, boom. And then you tell me to say, Wayo, play it again. Wayo? Really? How about no? How about way no? (laughs) Go to hell. He tells him to go to hell and to get a job. (laughs) Tommy T. Let's go to Tommy. We got, let's get the emails. Here's Tommy T. Tommy T says, Go to hell. Get a job. Go to hell and get a job. Do you remember that day we couldn't stop talking like Rome and Morgan was on with us? And (laughs) I just like, I was so tickled. I couldn't hardly talk. (laughs) And Morgan like just was. He was over it. (laughs) Yeah. He wanted to come strangle us, basically. That was fun. Uh, You got to do. Who else? Um. Oh, the Gary state Hahn? Guy. Yeah, Gary Hahn. Oh, uh-oh. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. And amongst all the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Way-o. Let's go uh, down to First Horizon, way Um, A case age, way Let me uh, look at where these uh, these guys are from. The out here brothers. And amongst all the... Oh, there. It looks like Gary, they uh, originated out of Chicago. You okay with Chicago? And amongst all the people in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Um, that was a segment. Did we leave anything out? Stan says, Clip, why do you care? Good. Question. Why do you care? Next. Next. Um, you are terrible. I, should I talk like that at games? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next. Chandler, you better keep that camera out of my face. On Sunday. I'm sorry. Did it really disappoint you that I videoed you unsolicited? Uh, nah, it made for... You know what? If I... Why should it matter? Why, why do you Why do you care? Why do I care? <laughs> if we're not willing to do something that we don't want to be seen on camera, we shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right or am I right? You are correct, sir. So, no, you can film me. Uh, because if I am caught on film saying something really out of line i should be taking a task for it you know what i mean so um well it made for great content this week it did that too you still will be hearing from my attorneys i'm planning on i'm still waiting suing you uh for the i'm still waiting buddy by the time this is over i'm gonna own vinny's pizzeria oh now you're hitting home yeah you're hitting home buddy that's right guess what i've got a lawyer i'm I'm gonna i've got a lawyer myself oh yeah yeah offices of honeycut and honeycut I'm going to own Vinny's. I'm going to own that Corolla. And you know what I'm going to do with Take that? It. You know what I'm going to do with all that money? I'm going to buy your old Jeep. I'm going to fix it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is yeah. This is brutal. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, stop. Yeah. Seriously, gonna, stop I'm gonna it. I'm going to buy that Jeep. Stop it. I'm going to give it a pretty yellow coat of paint. Fix the uh, the engine, the inyards. And uh, that's right. While I sit in prison, you're gonna like be like showing it off to me while I sit. This in is that. more of a civil case. I'm like, you're gonna go to prison or anything. I just want that money, man. I just want that green. 
them uh them backs baby all right let's take a break when we return have you been following the um golf scuttlebutt this week no do you know what i'm referring to no okay well good you're just the person to hear our next conversation with mark greenhilch golf shop radio show rory versus reed i'll have him explain to me exactly why these two men are chirping at one another and it does involve a lawsuit actually more to go after this you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back it was a good day for the stock market today the dow was up 28 points closed out the day at uh, closed out the week rather 33,978 the nasdaq was up 109 points at 11,621. The S&P was up 10 at 4,070. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We've got the AFC and NFC Championship games coming up. Sunday right here on Pirate Radio. Saturday on Pirate Radio. It's the Golf Shop Radio Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Right here on uh, Pirate Radio. And Mark Greenheld, one of the hosts of that program, joins us here on the Pit Electric Live Line. Greeny, how you doing today, man? Doing great, Cliff. How you doing? Doing good. I've been waiting to uh, to get you on because uh, explain to me like I'm five and our listeners uh, the Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy beef and kind of saw it come to a head this week. Could you give us the, the background, Greeny, on why, first of all, why is there a beef? And then what was the latest chapter of it uh, that happened earlier this week? Well, it starts with Patrick Reed. He's suing everybody under the sun, um, except maybe you and me, uh, for, for something. I mean, Rory probably said something about a live person or included Patrick Reed in that grouping. So Patrick Reed, people sued them, and apparently um, – he actually served Rory McIlroy on Christmas Eve with a subpoena. So Rory was probably not going to talk to him anyway, and certainly not after that happened. So apparently Patrick, for some reason, decides to go over and try and talk to Rory over at Dubai during the DP World Tour event practice round and uh, shakes the hand of Rory's caddy and then decides to start talking to Rory, and Rory pretty much ignored him. And Patrick turned around and kind of flipped the tea out of his pocket back at Roy McIlroy. Supposedly it was his, it had his uh, his team name on it or something like that from Liv. And uh, and then he calls Rory childish for not responding to him when he was speaking to him. But yet the guy that throws the tea is not childish. So, right. uh, you know, again, just a shamble of things from Patrick Reed. Don't know what he's doing. He's been accused of cheating at the University of Georgia when he was there been accused of cheating on the pga tour so not a good look for patrick reed going forward and good on rory to just kind of keep his mouth shut and move on i am uh i'm very novice i talk to you on fridays i follow harold from time to time and and check out the majors that's about the the extent of my golf uh interest and in following but greeny when it comes to patrick reed i know he has the 
the the negative the heel kind of outlook on him but i guess his one bright spot he did get the name captain america for a Ryder cup performance right like is that like his one shining bright spot where he was the good guy in a long list of uh bad guy traits he's had on the tour yeah and it was really in all honesty it was like nine holes because him and rory had that epic nine hole battle where they were just going back and forth and then they both kind of petered out in that round so it was really like a nine hole uh unbelievable run that patrick reed had and uh and that was kind of the end of it so he's been basically was replaced in the previous Ryder cup with uh the speed thomas duo kind of took over from patrick reed so and then with him going to live, we didn't have to worry about it anymore. So, uh, you know, he's got his master's win. He's got had a lot of issues. He's had family issues. He's kind of pushed his own family away and mostly deals with his wife's family. So there has been a lot of issues, and they just seem to continue to follow Patrick Reed wherever he goes. Yeah, Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us from Ryder Cup to Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder, 12 under par in the lead, three shots ahead of John Rahm. Uh, at Torrey Pines and uh, Rahm has had a huge day. Uh, Finau six under par on the day. Some big scores there. Low scores uh, on the course here. Uh, we're following that. Greeny, uh, what else uh, going on this weekend? I guess the, the, is there a tournament in Dubai going on right now as well? Yeah, they got delayed big time with some weather in round one, so they're actually kind of a day behind. So they'll end up finishing on Monday. So you get. The Farmers, which starts on Wednesday and finishes on Saturday, and now you'll get to the Dubai uh, De- Desert Classic finishing on Monday. So kind of a full slate of golf this weekend, except for which I pick on the LPGA Tour. They had their Tournament of Champions last week, and then they take a month off. And when they come back, they come back for three events over in Asia, and we kind of out of sight, out of mind them. So they need to fix that scheduling. But, yeah, so there's some good golf going on, a lot of good guys the Desert Classic is where you have live guys and PGA Tour slash European Tour guys playing. So that's why Rory and Patrick Reed were on the same driving range together. So uh, we're back in full swing on golf right now. Yeah, and some big names on that leaderboard uh, in California, including uh, John Rahm in second right now, but Colin Morikawa, Max Homa uh, tied for third right now. Finau, Jason Day uh, at six under par. Fowler, uh, so some names up there in the Farmers Insurance Open going on right now. Greeny, uh, NFL Sunday, AFC, NFC Championship. Uh, who do you got? Chiefs and Bengals. Can Burrow go 4-0 and against Mahomes and the Chiefs? And then, uh, man, it should be a great defensive game. We'll see what offense uh, clicks in the Philadelphia-San Fran game. Who do you got advancing to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got, I've really got the Eagles and the Bengals. Um, you know, I think if Trevor Lawrence throws that one pass that got intercepted about a foot higher, we may be talking uh, Cincinnati playing Jacksonville in Jacksonville right now for the right to go to the Super Bowl because Jacksonville kind of had a little mojo going and Mahomes was hurt. And uh, that one pass, if it goes over the top of the, the, the guy that picks it off, we, we might be having a different discussion right now. I think that angle is going to be a huge problem for Patrick Mahomes. I think he's still going to be able to do some things, but I don't think he's going to be able to be the Patrick Mahomes that we're used to seeing. And Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against him when he is the guy that you were used to seeing. And then I just think that the Eagles defense is going to put a little too much pressure on Brock Purdy to uh, get the 49ers through. So I'm going uh, I'm going a road – I mean, I'm going home team and then a, uh, a road team. Good stuff. Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show. A lot of golf, as you said, going on this weekend, Greeny. What is the uh, focus on the Golf Shop Radio Show coming up on Saturday? 
Well, yeah, we're going to talk a lot of that. So we had the PGA show, so that's the big merchandise show where all the vendors come into a place down in, in Orlando and show off what they've got going on, coming out new and all that good stuff. So we're going to get a review from that from John Glosiak. And then uh, we're going to talk a little Rex Hoggard, see what's, uh, what he's got going on, probably boots on the ground out in California. And then we're going to check in with Tom Gorman as Liv has finally published their schedule, their full 14 event schedule, although we still don't have our team. And then we're going to talk next week the AT&T Pebble Beach with Steve John. So lots of golf talk going on this Saturday. Pack show coming up Saturday right here, 8 to 10 a.m. on Pirate Radio, the Golf Shop Radio Show with Mark Greenhelge and company. Greeny, thanks for your time today. Have a great show tomorrow, and we'll talk to uh, you again soon. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right, Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop. Man, man, a lot going on in the golf world. And uh, good report on the Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy beef. It's like Biggie Tupac. I, um, I guess. And other beefs that have been out there. By the way. What's the best beef in sports right now? All right, go ahead and say what you're going to say, and then we'll talk about that to wrap up the show. I think the best uh, – well, I would say – Skip Bayless and oh Shannon Sharp. No, no, don't. No. All right, I apologize. Speaking of golf, <laughs> and speaking of me, you asked me a few weeks ago. You said when was the earliest you've ever played golf? Yeah, 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 yeah. In just a couple of weeks, I will be playing in a golf tournament. I will be playing in the Lakewood Country Club Tough Man competition. Huh? You heard me. Tough man competition. Uh, how so is that? They uh, put the hole. <laughs> they put the hole in the craziest places, and that shows your toughness. Yes. Hmm. They just they just make it tough on the golf course. Ah, uh, okay. You might have to play from way behind. You know, tough man meant they, something different back in my day. Yeah, but I will be playing golf in the month of February, February eleventh. I don't know how I feel about this, Chandler. Uh, we have had some nice weekends to play golf this winter but like you're you're risking it I not know. not you personally but like this just feels like it's gonna be brutal yeah. that weekend yeah <laughs> like every it's near the start of ec baseball and like that's every, always cold yeah every saturday goes by and you're probably like huh this would have been a good saturday for that event this would have been a good saturday and then that saturday is gonna get here it's hey it's gonna show how tough you really are buddy Got to bundle up, buddy. Good luck. Thank you. Uh-huh. Let's take a break. We'll come back, uh, get ready to wrap it up. Biggest beef in sports going right now. What do you got? Give us some... Uh... Shannon Sharp and... No. Shannon Sharp and John Ransdale. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Sharp and T. Morant. Is that his name? T. I believe that. Looks it. just like Usher. 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 Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Wrap it up, PRL, after this. You're listening.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Of course, we'll keep you up to date on the uh, Players Association game that will be coming up uh, on Saturday night. And, of course, any news that keeps uh, or that breaks over the weekend, you make sure you want to follow us on all of our platforms at PR927FM. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. and ready to wrap it up, head into your weekend. Let's take a look at your weekend forecast. Have a sports beef. Uh, hang on, we're doing the weekend forecast. Oh, sorry. High of 62, 60 on Saturday with a low of 32. Sunday, high of 63, low of 48. Are we expecting any rain in that forecast? Great question, Shirley. I'm seeing uh, sunny skies, no rain in sight. Monday, a different story. You might want to bring your umbrella to work. Could be some showers. Now, back to you. Um, by the way, as a salesperson, I have brought it up that I know I remember Troy doing the weather every day on his live at five show. How would you guys feel if we brought back weather every day and I brought you the weather and had it sponsored? We're always trying to get something sponsored on the show. How would I feel about it? How would you feel? Chandler, if I told you it would probably be the greatest feeling I've ever had in my life. (laughs) Would that mean anything to you? That'd mean a lot. Well, get it done. <laughs> God, I want to feel that good. <laughs> I need that weather sponsor. Can I deliver the weather? You can. I mean, I was going to do it, but you can. <laughs> you know how I would feel if you <laughs> delivered the weather? How would you feel? Every, think about, Think about your wedding day. Think about the birth of your first child think about I'm thinking about that right now think about that first kiss think about your team winning the championship combine all those feelings together that's how i would feel <laughs> biggest beefs in sports eric says clip boom boom brock versus ecu game day operations that is not true eric and don't say that i do not have a beef with them now i have a question like, going back to my weather thing I do, I do want to ask Cliff Godwin how he would feel about it. Coach, how would you feel about us bringing the weather to the show every day and telling the weather? How would you feel, Coach? I need you to answer me right now. How would you feel if I brought the weather back to Pirate Radio Live every single day, Monday for through Friday? Here, we're both just looking at Shirley, uh, waiting for her to play the. Clip. I would want to ask she's, Cliff Godwin, Coach. No, she's not. How would you feel? Shirley's not paying any attention to. I don't care about the weather. I can't us. control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. And we're just having the show, and we're looking at Shirley. She's not paying any no mind to us at all. I got that idea because Hannah Manning on Facebook said Cliff Godwin should sponsor it. That is a good call, Shirley. What's your biggest beef in sports? Oh, I was thinking beef between. My thought was, where is the beef? That's my question. <laughs> like former Red Sox pitcher Pedro Martinez. Uh huh. 
and just the entire Yankees fan base. That was a great, uh, great era of beef. Yeah. And because uh, he would sit there and say, "Who's your daddy?" But well, if he just, had a bad pitching uh, day in the Bronx, boy, they would just give it right back to him. And he famously, in a press conference, said, "The Yankees are my daddy." Yeah. <laughs> After a loss, uh, I thought I thought it was a you know because he was the he was the antagonist for the Yankees, and they, he they threw abs- Don Zimmer's old ass to the ground, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> Don Zimmer had no business coming out there. What an insane time to be alive that was. That was that was crazy. Uh, Chandler, what was your sports beef? I I don't know. I, it's not the biggest of all time, but I just remember. No, I, I, I meant currently anyway. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna bring, no. I was gonna bring up Jonathan Papelbon and Bryce Harper getting at it in the dugout. Yeah, teammate beef. I would say Jonathan Papelbon versus everybody. Yeah, everybody hated that guy. I think currently, and this is how kind of we'll have more time to think about it. But like, the only current beef I can think of is like Eli Apple, like getting under the skin of Diggs and all these receivers and just talking nonstop junk on Twitter. Yeah, and that's like all that's going on right now. Like. Uh, Diggs will say something about how bad he is, and Eli will say Cancun on three, one, two, three. You know, y'all are, you know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we just talked to Greeny about Reed and McElroy's yeah. beef, but Brooks Kepka and, and Bryce yeah. Shambo, that was huge beef, which I think has been squashed yeah. since. We need so. more sports beef. Hey, I hope you guys have a beefy weekend. I don't even know <laughs> what that one. means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Have a beefy weekend, everybody. But, but I want you to have a beefy weekend. And we'll see you Monday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Rhodes. Man of Chan, I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.